tweeted, quote, I'll shoot from the NBA line. Let's get it, end quote. The Lakers have officially ruled out Anthony Davis for tonight's game against the Hawks. It's time. It's time. You know what time it is. Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half. We at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste the failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Lecce on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. are you doing Tuscaloosa we got a big show lined up for you as we'll continue our tribute to Nick Saban but as we always do uh we'll devote a lot of our attention today to coach Saban we've got some great storytellers on today we'll also have some on tomorrow uh today we will feature a couple of different coaches uh Jim McElwain will be a part of our show coming up in about 35 minutes now we're going to be a little bit jammed up probably this first hour uh, first hour and maybe 15 minutes, uh, and then we're going to kind of slow down as the day progresses. We won't feature as many guests late, but we will feature a couple of guests early. We'll feature uh, Jim McElwain, which uh, think about Fresno State, think about Kalen DeBoer. Uh, you also think about Jarrett McElwain, which is going to be a part of Kalen DeBoer's staff. Uh, but we'll talk with Jim McElwain, and, and we'll dive into a couple of different topics with him. We'll we'll certainly uh, we'll talk about Nick Saban from his perspective we'll talk about i mean i may even uh, kind of bring up kalen boer and uh, see what, exactly what coach can tell us but uh, coach still has a lot of great close friendships here in tuscaloosa and uh, he, he's been several different places you know, obviously as a head coach but as an offensive coordinator here uh, spent some a very important time when you think about establishing that Alabama dynasty. He took over Major Applewhite, first OC, and Jim McElwain was the second. Won two national titles here at the University of Alabama, but still has a lot of great friendships here in T-Town. And we'll talk with Jim McElwain about that. Coming up at 3 o'clock, we'll feature Butch Jones. Butch Jones, uh, and, and Jim McElwain, by the way, is Central Michigan's head football coach currently. Uh, he was there from 2019 to current present day. So we'll talk, I'm sure, about uh, Central Michigan football and just talk about uh, many different things with him. Butch Jones, Arkansas State head coach, will join us coming up at 3 o'clock. We'll have a chance to uh, dive into that. And then we'll be free. So we have Mike Dettelier, Jim McElwain in the first hour, and then 3 o'clock we'll feature Butch Jones, and then we'll slow down. We're, we're also following a lot of different things involving the University of Alabama. And uh, tell you what, man, Alabama was synced up because I was getting some information behind the scenes of when practice was going to be uh, starting and then a day and then all of a sudden I looked down at my phone and they sent out a press release. They did confirm that Alabama's a day is going to be April the 13th. I know Greg up in Athens was asking about that yesterday. So you can make plans. I know a lot of people are going to make plans. I wonder if this will be the, the same type of popular that Nick Saban, uh, 90,000 jammed in there in 2007. I think it needs to be. I think Alabama fans need to get behind K1 DeBoer. And Coach Saban, if you remember what Coach Saban said, he references that 2007. For one, it was a grat- the gratitude that he owed the fans. But it was also, he said, that was the part that you walk in, you see 92,000 at a spring game. And really, Alabama set the bar for big spring games initially. I mean, that that was Alabama that did that because nobody else was showing up 
you know, 50, 60,000. But Alabama set the bar. I think it's time to do it again. So as you make your plans, uh, that will be a couple of weeks after Easter. So hopefully you can circle that now. April the 13th will be Alabama's final 15th practice of spring practice. And uh, we'll learn a lot about the Kalen DeBoer 15 days of practice. I will tell you that uh, they are going to do something a little bit different as far as practice. We are now 34 days away from Alabama's first practice. I'm being told that Monday, March the 4th, will be practice. They'll practice also on Wednesday. They'll also practice on Friday. And then Saturday, uh, on the 9th day of March, by the way, that'll be my big anniversary. So i got to go out of town Yay. Uh, then. Uh, have it told Noah, but uh, 25 oh. years, uh, that March the okay, 9th, is, go, a, is, a, is a very important day. I got I don't know. What do you do for the 25th? What do you know what you do? I mean, do you? Isn't I mean, that, there's like a, is that the there, there's bronze like a or diamond? Let me look it up. Yeah, but yeah, look it up because I want to make sure I stay in, the, you know, the, the you know, the doghouse prevention side of things. So whatever 25 years is, is uh, that'll be March the 9th. So Alabama, the, the spring break, so it just kind of works out. 25th is silver. So silver. silverware and silver gifts are the way to go. Uh, I tell you what, if I bought my wife some knives and forks uh, and gave it to her as a 25th anniversary, uh, Noah, you might be able to get by that in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. In 2024, if I bought my wife some silverware, and said, uh, man, I just, I, I mean, this just matched perfect. Um, now, my wife's not big, materialistic person, but I promise you, I couldn't get away with, uh, you know, forks and knives and spoons uh, for the 25th anniversary. I got to come up with something a little bit better. What, a little better. So when's the gold? When's is, is gold, is it 50? Is that what gold is? I think uh, so. I think 50, 50 is gold and 75 is diamond. Okay, 70, well, 75, I'll, I'll be dead and gone, man. But anyway, Alabama will practice three times prior to spring break. I went through all that to say, but it just reminded me when March the 9th, uh, when I see this date on the calendar, but we've got three practices prior to Alabama spring break. So a little bit different, right? We'll work our way down. Uh, the coaches clinic on April the 5th and the 6th. Alabama's pro day will be on March the 20th. That'll be the first Wednesday when we get back from spring break. So you've got three practices prior to spring break, and then that'll drive the conversation for a couple of weeks. Plus, hopefully Alabama's making a run in the basketball. So the content they're looking out for us. What do they say? Content guides. Uh, it's kind of like over in Mississippi when I told those guys they hit the lottery. Uh, we'll think we have as well. So, uh, and, and hearing a lot of things, how things are going to be different from practice standpoint, but we'll dive into that and, and trying to put your own uh, fingerprints and handprints on it. So we'll uh, do that as we move on. Uh, Ryan Williams winning Mr. Football, the first player ever to go back to back. He won it twice. So Ryan Williams wins it once again. Uh, Mr. Football in the state of Alabama going to Sarah Land's wide receiver that is verbally committed to the University of Alabama, and he will sign, I believe, on his birthday. I think that's what the anticipation is. So he'll sign on his birthday, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun with Ryan Williams. We featured Ryan last week. If you missed that, Tide109.com. So we'll feature Mike Dettelier coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We'll feature Jim McElwain. And then we'll also feature Butch Jones. By the way, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of rumblings about Tennessee in this investigation. Um, I think I'm going to add something to it. Um, I, I, remind me, no, at 3.15, I want to add something to this Tennessee case. So just just say, Ron, because I, I don't have time to get into it now, but I'm, I'm hearing some other buzz around Tennessee that I want to share at 3.15, but I don't have time right now. I'm just a couple of minutes away from Mike to tell you, but I want to add some other things to the Tennessee thing because – I think this could be a uh, 
a very busy time in Knoxville. We could be learning a lot because I still think there's some previous NCA cases that we don't know all the details, but we could learn those, and I'll add more of that about 315. Jim McElwain coming up, 235. Mike Tatillier, WWL, the big 870 coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll talk with Butch Jones at 3 o'clock. We'll take your phone cals, 205-342-9904. Tied at 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Tuscaloosa Police Department and the Tuscaloosa Violent Crimes Unit were on the scene at an apartment shooting on Old Greensboro Road, leaving one person dead in March, the third deadly shooting in Tuscaloosa County this month. The robbery of a Brookwood pharmacy drew a large police presence Monday afternoon, although the suspect had already left the scene when they arrived. Tuscaloosa City Schools, along with Town Square Media Tuscaloosa, and Child Abuse Prevention Services of Tuscaloosa highlight a student of the month from each of the 21 schools in the district. This month, 8th grader at West Lawn Middle School, Adriana, received the instructions delivered or installed quickly at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. DreamlandBBQ.com, Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online. Carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday made possible by dreamland that wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs how about the big daddy barbecue sandwich those wings are underrated they're one of the best in town you'll find them there how about those barbecue baked potatoes absolutely either right that's simple human sense so contact Pritchett Moore Insurance today and let our professionals find the right insurance solution for you. Visit pm-insurance.com or stop by the Tuscaloosa office today. The pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side. If you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today, 63. For tonight, becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and cooler, the high 52. And Thursday, a good supply of sunshine, the high Thursday at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out.
15 minutes here with Mike Dettelier, WWL, the Big 870. Mike Dettelier with Bobby Bear and Company, the PM Drive host there in New Orleans. Mike, I hope you're having a great day. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it. I remember, man, when that was uh, Oak Hogan would come out to hire the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that was back when it was real, right, WWF? I mean... Yeah, it was, yeah. Well, listen, uh, the falling and stuff is real. Uh, they figure out who wins the match ahead of time. But, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, Hulk and all, man, they, they dominate ratings at that time. Good Lord. Um, and you think about, uh, you know, where the pro wrestling is today in comparison to, you know, 80s, 90s. Good Lord. It's totally, totally different. Mike, you did a draft guide for over 30 years. When you look at the senior bowl, yep. it's almost like the first start of this draft process, working in the NFL combine, and then we'll work to the NFL draft. Do you miss it? That's a yes and a no to that. Okay. Okay. All <laughs> oh, right. Um, senior bowl was sort of toward the end with me. Um, the combine really was the final piece. But uh, do I miss it? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. Uh, do I miss staying up uh, until 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, you know, and, and those sort of things? I don't, you know, I'm somebody I can go with four, four and a half hours sleep. Ooh. And, you know, I, I did it for 28 and a half years. I was an engineer. I'd wake up every morning at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, Ryan, I've retired now a few years. Uh, that's a habit I I cannot shake. I, I wish my body clock could adjust, but it doesn't. Uh, so putting in all those hours, condensing a book that would have been probably 800 pages to 200 pages, um, the time involved with it, uh, I don't miss that part. Uh, the finished effort of it, I miss. Because I... I I'm not somebody that changes constantly about ratings and, and things. Um, I see some of them. Man, you listen to them uh, in October and you hear them in January, you're wondering if they're talking about the same player. Uh, you know, I, I talked about Jaden Daniels from LSU being a top three pick uh, back in October. And, you know, these guys are, well, what are you talking about? There's no way. And, and now – uh, you know, every one of them got them going in their top three picks. So I, I'm not one to change. I think your first impression is always the best. You do sometimes get information from a medical standpoint that may change your mind a little bit about where you think that player is going to fall. But even the medicals, uh, Ryan, that that's all sort of iffy because one doctor can say – He's good to go. The next one, uh, you know, I flunked him. Uh, we had Anthony Munoz on, and uh, people who covered pro football, you know, Anthony played with USC, was an All-American there, and then uh, one of the greatest left tackles to ever play the game with the Bengals in the 80s, early 90s. He told us on Sports Talk that he flunked 17 physicals because of his knee. Wow. Uh, and I knew he had flunked some because a lot of people would have had him as the top player in the draft. And he he, he didn't slide a long way, but he, he did a couple of nicks down. And he said it was because he had flunked 17 physicals 
with his knee. I think he missed two games his entire career. So, you know, that part sometimes you don't know. Uh, I've, I've scouted guys from high school into college, never miss a game to get in the pros, the injury pro. You, you just don't know. And it's uh, Bill Walsh, God bless him, he's, he's passed away now, but Bill Walsh told me this years ago, he, he won our um, Teshon Club in New Orleans. He was the Pete Rozelle winner. And so we start talking draft, and he, he gave me the line that I use today. The draft is no more than an educated guess on a player. And that's coming from one of the best, uh, we talk about coaches, evaluators. Bill was right at the very top. And you look at that run they had with the 49ers. Man, he, he was picking them big-time horses there. Uh, they were running, and they were major winners across the board. So um, do I miss it? Yes. And do I miss it? No. Mike, what do you think is the hardest position to evaluate? I think uh, for me, it has always been at cornerback. Because you don't play a top receiver each and every week. Now, that is starting to change now because that is the position everybody wants to play at, wide out. But it is really hard. And uh, I had a long talk with Ed Reed about this. Ed grew up probably a half an hour from where I live and uh, went to high school at Destrahan, which is not far from where I live today. And Ed told me, you know, the one thing you can't gauge, and he's right about this, is you can see someone's athletic skills, their height, their speed, ball skills, that sort of thing. He said, what you can't gauge, they've never been tested. In, in high school, very few top cornerbacks are tested or safeties. They don't go after you. He said, in college, nah, every once in a while. He said, in the pros, when you're a rookie, they go after you. And he tells a story that his final, his first season in Baltimore, he was targeted. He told me, uh, and, and he had the number 41 times he was targeted. And he said, man, I, you know, I, I thought I was the best, but they were test, they were trying to break me down mentally. So then I would make physical mistakes. <laughs> My last year in Baltimore. He said, if I got tested 15 times, I got tested, uh, you know, plenty. And he said, you know what? I couldn't run anymore. But my reputation was there. Okay? You better not throw the football where Ed Reed is. He said, I was a much better athlete at 22 than I was in my 30s. But they wanted to try to break you down. And it's sometimes the hardest thing for me when I watch a corner if he goes to the NFL, they go after him. A great example this year of that is Emmanuel Forbes. And we saw him play so many times at Mississippi State. Tall, skinny corner. Uh, but, man, he could cover. He was really good at Mississippi State. Ends up being a first-round pick, a team's pick uh, by the Washington Commanders. Starts off really well uh, for Washington. <clears throat> All of a sudden, Ryan, they targeting him. Time after time after time, they broke him down. He wasn't the same player. He had lost his confidence by the end of the year. 
And so it went to show you, no matter how good you might think you are, in high school and college, you're getting the pros, and they don't care about man. Put them credentials and and all them press clippings. Put that in a scrapbook. So for me, it's been cornerback, the toughest uh, to evaluate throughout the years, and it's not even close. It's not even close. Big man, I, I don't know why, because I didn't I didn't play offensive line, but man, I, I get so many people call me about linemen, and so. It's amazing today. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, cornerback would be the one for me. And, and the most hits I've had have certainly been tackle centers, guards. Mike, this Tennessee case uh, that just got released, Pat Forty broke the news that Tennessee is under another NCAA investigation for multiple major NIL violations. Is this a chance that the NCAA can somewhat – um, you know, it's kind of like a speeding ticket where they, you know, they never write speeding tickets. It, can the NCA slow some of this down with a with an investigation uh, with Tennessee? I mean, because they were just under this investigation, they've got to still be under probation. I mean, they're, they're still in that clause. Do you see the NCA doing anything to Tennessee? Probably, but my thing about it is, how can you get caught in an NIL? <laughs> Uh, illegal and I, I mean it's fair game out there I, I i don't know ryan i you best ask that question to somebody else because i i can't give you a good answer of if this is the wild wild west of recruiting and you get caught with an nil deal my thing man you that's got to be well really but, but 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 mike how many times have we talked about it it's not about the NCA. It's about when you make them mad and you begin in those crosshairs. See, yeah. Tennessee was under investigation. And then what do they do? They went out and got Nico Imaliva and made one of the biggest, largest NIL deals out there. Right? I mean, we were all talking about it. And whether he got six million, yeah. seven million, whatever it was, it was almost like they looked at the NCA and said, screw you. We're going to do what we want to do. They ticked somebody yeah. off. Yeah. And it's the same thing at Michigan. Okay, uh, you mean to tell me that somebody's stealing signs, that's the first time? you got to be kidding me. Man, I could tell you a lot of stories. Uh, I could probably get somebody and people in trouble. But they've done a lot worse than that. And you're going to catch Michigan on a sign-stealing thing? I, I, I don't get that at all. And for people to say, oh, well, my school don't do it. Uh, you better not get on the lie detector test. <laughs> They all do it. Come on, it'll blow the machine right out of the socket. They all try to do it. Michigan got caught. Uh, so I I do agree with you. When you kind of whiz them off, yeah, there's some bad things there. Now, can all that stick? I mean, I, I, that part, Ryan, I don't know. Can it stick because... Oh, man, we're going to lay the hammer down on Jim Harbaugh. Okay, they suspend him for a few games, and then they'll let him come back and coach the bowl games. My thing is, okay, if it was that bad, you letting him come back, you know why? Because it benefits them. You nailed it. It benefits, it ben, it benefits the NCAA to have Jim on the sidelines. Him and Nick and, and Kirby Smart, uh, they're the three biggest names in coaching in college football. And come on, they don't, they don't want uh, Sharon Moore to be coaching, you know, in the playoff deal. They wanted Harbaugh. 
because he does give them cachet. He's the name on the marquee. Um, other than, uh, you know, J.J. McCarthy, how, how many people can you name of the Michigan squad? Good point. You know, and so I'm just telling you, they pick and choose who they want to deal with. Can any of this all stick? I don't know. Because I, I today, I don't know how much power the NCAA actually still has. And I guess and that is to this, be determined. To be determined on this. And and that that part is where I think nobody can give you a good answer. Because who who is running college sports today? Uh, to me, the commissioners of the conferences are running it. It's not the NCAA. They just the bookies. They just taking their money. And every once in a while, they want to kind of show that we're still around. So they, they, you know, trump up a charge somewhere to go after you. You know, it is what it is. Um, uh, but to get caught with an NIL deal, illegal NIL deal in today's world, goodness gracious. Um, I didn't think I'd live long enough for that one. Mike, uh, Tiger Stadium, and I've always admired the atmosphere in Tiger Stadium. I, I think the fans is, is incredible when you go there. It's just a, it's a fun place to watch a football game. And we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, Texas is all upset about this horns down stuff. Uh, do they realize what they're getting into when they go to Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge? Um, I promise you the horns down may be the nicest thing somebody says. I would say you're probably right. <laughs> It'll be the nicest thing. Uh, you know, we've had a couple people come to the Manning camp, and um, A.J. McCarron comes one year. and Well, I think he came two years, to be honest. But the, the final year in Alabama, he comes there, and that particular day, uh, they were short people uh, at the Manning camp, so... Archie asked me if I wouldn't mind working with A.J. McCarron's group. And he, he had a big group of kids uh, that he was working with. So I, I went work with A.J. and, you know, talking here and there. So when we had the usual 11 o'clock interview sessions where they let us interview most of the top quarterbacks for an hour. You have an hour to do it. A.J. sits there and people start asking him questions. And he was like, no, he's like, let 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 this guy in, you know, he, he, I worked with him. And so I was like, give me a memorable moment. Cause he was going to play again in Tiger stadium. He said, well, the first time I went, I didn't really play. Uh, he said, I just watched, but he says, you know, what's the most memorable thing about Tiger stadium? Walk off that team bus and the, the alcohol smell. <laughs> he said, it, oh, he said, if you were sort of woozy, it, it would have got you back in line. He said, I couldn't believe how strong the smell of alcohol was of us getting off the bus. <laughs> you know, and now, now, at this time now, he's holding center court with all this, and he's telling the story about uh, the more we keep walking, the stronger the smell is. And he was like, geez, I, I can't believe this. And uh, so, yeah, at, at Tiger Stadium, the smells of cooking, um, I've been to a lot of stadiums, nothing like it. You know, they can be balling crabs or shrimp, um, you know, or cooking jambalaya, uh, you, you know, you name it. Just that smell uh, in walking to that stadium, all the food smells. Now, you do have a liquor smell, but I'm more used to it than AJ was. 
apparently. Um, man, uh, it, it, it's a unique place, and UT is going to find out real quickly that the, the horns down, it'll be the least part of what they enjoy. Uh, I mean, they, they got they got fans there that really get after them. I mean, every opponent, they get after them pretty good. So, yeah, um, they're making a big thing about that. Wait till they come to Baton Rouge. They'll, they'll find out that's the least of their issues. Hey, Mike, I always appreciate you for being a part of our show. I hope you have an awesome show this afternoon with Bobby Bear and company on the big 870 WWL, the historic station there, AM and FM. Hey, Mike, thank you again. Have a great rest of your afternoon, sir. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. That's Mike. 48831. That's 800-294-8831. What do you have to lose? Call 800-294-8831. Again, 800-294-8831. DanielMoreArt.com. As we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches. Nick Saban in Alabama has given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would all. And you are in the running to win this Friday. $1,000. Just download the Bet You app right now in the App Store and sign up for an account for your shot at winning. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Tide football. We're about 34 days away from Alabama's first spring practice. We're about 74 days away from Alabama's A-Day, and we're only 214 days away from Alabama's upcoming game against Western Kentucky. Uh, we'll talk more about that as we move on, and uh, we're going to right now welcome in Central Michigan's head football coach. He spent time here in Tuscaloosa, won multiple national titles. He's coached in the NFL. was looking through the math a couple of minutes ago. 40th year of coaching college football. Well, football in general, because he did spend some time in the NFL. This will be his 40th year in coaching. Jim McElwain, I hope you're having a great afternoon, sir. Welcome back to T-Town. Yeah, thanks. It's uh, great to feel like I'm back, but uh, really appreciate it. And, you know, I don't know how I can follow danger zone, you know, that <laughs> what you were playing right there. You know, that, that that's going to be tough. Well, we just wanted to get. We want to give you good, good walk-up music, Coach. Uh, that that, <laughs> that what it is. yeah, that that's good intro music. Uh, that, that's that's good stuff. But, uh, Coach, um, you know, when you do reflect on forty years of coaching, I want to get you to talk about Coach Saban. But um, how has the game changed, in your opinion, from where you first got started as a GA there at Eastern Washington to where it is current day? Wow, um, you know, there's a lot of things, and I think a lot of the things. You know, as you go through it, you know, you look at the evolution of the game itself, um, you know, the advent of some of the things that have 
that have helped uh, offensive football, you know, that have made it more exciting. Obviously, you know, current day, you know, short term right now is, is, you know, the whole landscape has changed, you know, with, with our transfer portal, with uh, the NIL and, and, you know, I'm, I'm all about these guys, you know, getting whatever they can because what they do for the universities, I totally get it. Um, But it definitely has changed the landscape from top to bottom throughout college football. How about the calendar of coaches? Uh, How stressful is that, that that we hear so much about? I mean, there is no downtime in college coaching. You know, I think there was a time when, uh, and you talk to the guys that, that, you know, are are coaching in the National Football League, and I've got some good friends that um, have late places by me up there at uh, Flathead Lake, and they're like, you know, I would not give up our time for what you're going through ever again. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely uh, something that, that never ends, uh, never quits. The cycle always goes. Um, and yet, you know what? I'm not sure you'd want to be doing anything else because at the end of the day, you still have an opportunity to, you know, affect a young man's life in a positive way and see him grow and, and help him get better. And that's really what it's all about. Mac, you won two national titles here at the University of Alabama. I'd like to go back to the interview process. Um, What was it like to go through an interview with Coach Saban as he's trying to uh, find that next offensive coordinator that will fit the way that he wants it done? Well, you know, looking back at kind of when that went down, I can remember when uh, my phone rang the first time and it was CC Thompson actually at the time, and CC um, said who she was and where she was from. And of course, I hung up on her um, because I thought it was one of my buddy's secretaries messing with me. Right? I had no idea there was even a job open in Alabama. But uh, thank God they called back. So that um, you hung up on him, Coach? I've never heard this story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had no idea, and. Um, you know, they called back and said, no, no, um, you know, this is real. And I'm like, come on, who's pulling my leg? But, uh, you know, that opportunity, obviously, was after Coach's first year there. Um, and, you know, when it, w- it was hard. I mean, the interview itself was great. Uh, There's some great coaches there um, on both sides of the football Um you know, on the offensive side, you know, Coach Pendry, uh, you know, the offensive line coach, Kurt Signetti, who's done a fantastic job, uh, was our wide receiver coach. And then Burton Burns and Bobby Williams. And, you know, sitting in with those guys and, and Coach Saban was, was unbelievable. It was great. And, uh, you know, leaving there uh, not knowing really what to do, um, you know, direction-wise. I had a really good football team at Fresno State and, we were really good on offense, uh, loved working for Pat Hill. And, uh, you know, Pat says, look, I want you to stay, but you got to take that opportunity because it doesn't come very often. And and sure enough, uh, it worked out and, uh, you know, never looked back, right? Coach, when you hear that Coach Saban is, is retiring, what's the first thing that kind of goes through your mind? How much the game's going to miss him. And, uh, you know, what he's done and the things that he's accomplished and, and the good he's done for, for our sport, 
you know, that's something. And, and, you know, even the players that are currently there and then the ones in the future that, you know, maybe aren't going to have an opportunity to, to learn some of the lessons he teaches and, and really be around a process that has, you know, some guys that they try to emulate it, but there's really only one process. And, and, you know, he's the one who made it happen. Uh, you know, then you think about just, you know, the times, the times there that being fortunate enough to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, from afar, then always being a, uh, you know, a roll tide fan, uh, because of it. Coach, when you were in the process, and I, I don't know the way that coaches think, I've never, you know, never been one, but did you see something special in the early part of the, the building foundation? If so, what was it as you could see this foundation being built in T-Town? Well, you know, just the plan and how meticulously it was thought out, um, you know, his ability to stay ahead, his ability to, uh, you know, constantly evaluate look how can we get better what are the things what are the trends um you know and and the the way he went about it and you know the great thing of working for coach was you know it it really wasn't that hard because you know he really only asked two things from you and you know he he asked me to you know work hard and be complete in everything i do and you know what, that's a lesson I think a lot of us in whatever we're in uh, can learn from. And, you know, that's really what it was all about. Um, and I think the being complete part, um, always studying the opponents, always studying the things that can help your roster get a little bit better. <clears throat> you know, it was, uh, it was a fascinating process. And, you know, for me, just kind of sitting back, learning, watching, taking notes, uh, I, I, you know, something that's invaluable. We're talking right now with Central Michigan's head football coach, Jim McElwain, who won multiple national titles here at the University of Alabama. This entire week, we're paying tribute to uh, Coach Saban. We had uh, Coach Pete Jenkins on yesterday. We've got uh, another coach coming up in a couple of minutes. Joe Pendry will be a part of our show. Tell me how Pete was. Man, oh, he was one of the great ones. He man. was <laughs> great. And really matter of fact, good. he, he yeah. told me to tell you hello. I had multiple people uh, that yeah. I told him that you were coming on. And, and, and Coach, you built a lot of relationships. I mean, a ton here in Tuscaloosa. Coaching business, but uh, Coach Jenkins is awesome. And um, yeah, he, he talked about you know what he thinks Coach Saban is going to try to do in the future of trying to implement – uh, some type of government, uh, maybe for the NIL, the direction of college football. And he authentically cares about the game. And he said uh, he wants to see what kind of difference he can make. He said, if anybody can do it, it'll be Coach Saban. But I'm not convinced there can be a lot done. Uh, but Yeah. You know, I, I, I'd i love to see him, Blake. I, and I, who knows? I mean, in the, even in a short period of two to three years, I think you look at the last five years and think about how drastically things have changed. Um, and I think we're still looking, I mean, it's still evolving and even the conference realignment, but, you know, I, I'd sure like to see him be a voice, be a state, um, have something to do with setting policy that, that can help everybody. And, you know, I, I can't think of a better guy to do it than him. How big of a challenge is it to re-recruit your roster? I mean, you, you've you've worked. Uh, well, I guess that answer right uh, there. Oh, yeah. No. It, it, you know, I, 
look, you, you want what's best for these guys. And, and sometimes maybe some of the people in their ears maybe don't know what's actually best for the player. Um, maybe they have, you know, their best interests in mind as well. But at, at the end of the day, you know, like at a place like I'm at at Central Michigan, I mean, we're at the bottom of the food chain, and, and that's okay. Um, you know, I, I our, our program, our organization, organization just wants people to want to be here. And, you know, for each one of those guys that gets an opportunity to, to go on and, and for each one of them that maybe getting a little money in their pocket, you know, you give them a hug and you let them know that we'll always be here. You know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't get angry about it. And um, yet, you know, at schools like this, you know, you build your roster on, on those guys that, that truly want to be here and, and make a difference. And, and that's what makes, you know, that's what's fun going to work every day. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes you may think, uh, you know, we get them ready, and then guys go and take them. I think I know what a junior college coach is like right now. But um, at the same time, you know, it, it, the reason you're going to coaching is because of these players and uh, wanting what's best for them and and hopefully helping them along the way. Coach, is there a Coach Saban story that stands above the rest? I mean, we could probably sit here until 7 o'clock tonight, but is there one story that you can share with us, maybe something funny, uh around coach Saban is there a story that stands above the rest that you're willing to share with us um you know I'm one of those guys man kind of what what goes on in the sure, locker room absolutely. stays in the locker room and and yet you know he, he was actually a lot more fun than maybe some people realize and and to see the joy when he's out on his on his boat you know even there in Lake Tuscaloosa um you know, the times he, the phone would ring and of course, uh, you know, it's an unknown number. So, you know, it's him and, uh, Hey, meet me down on the dock and we'd go out and talk about ball and go around the lake a little bit. And uh, when he got his answers, you know, he'd drop me back off on the dock and <laughs> off I'd go. But, he, he never uh, put you on the inner tube, did he coach? No, well, no, but I knew it was okay. Cause every now and then he, he, you know, put some eagles on the, on the stereo system, and, and uh, I know he was—he uh, really enjoyed that. But uh, no, he, you know, you're having a guy come on, and Joe Pendry, who is—you know—I consider one of my has become one of my very, very best friends, and and a guy I loved working with. And Joe was probably his closest, uh, you know, to him. And uh, you know, I just—I uh, just think about more about. Obviously, the wins are great. Obviously, we had some tough losses that you'd love to have, you know, have back over those four years I was there. But being there and watching it being built and and how it was built is something that I'll cherish for the rest of my life. Coach, um, I, I don't want to ask you because I, I don't want to get in front of Coach uh, DeBoer. I'm going to wait till he officially announces everything. But uh, I'll just <laughs> answer the question this way. Uh, Jared, uh, your son worked with Coach uh, Kalen DeBoer at UW. Uh, can you give us any insight in what Kalen DeBoer is <laughs> going to be able to bring in Tuscaloosa? Uh, you know, I, I, I've i had the opportunity to meet him, obviously. I've kept an eye on him because of my son working for him there and and uh, going to come back to his roots right there to Alabama shortly. So, um, But the one thing I've been really impressed with him is how he deals with the players and how he breaks it down. Um, 
you know, he, he, he's got, he's got a plan and, uh, he's been successful everywhere he's been. Um, and he's got good people around him. And, and that, that's really one of the things. And I think, you know, and coach Saban, he, he did a great job of getting great people around him and actually letting them do their jobs. And, and I think Kalen's one of those. And, and, um, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be fun to see the transformation. Um, and yet, you know what? Uh, there'll be great principles he will learn that have been in place there that he's going to be able to carry forward. Um, I think fantastic hire and, you know, a guy that, that, you know, I just hope everybody gets behind him. Offensively, what, is, what does he do different that has allowed him to be this yeah. successful? Wow. I tell you what I love what he does is he, he, he breaks it down simple. He uses the shifts, shifts and formations to get his players uh, in matchups that he wants. And, you know, he, he's always been good at coaching the quarterback, getting a quarterback that can handle those throws and the things that he asks. Um, and, you know, what I like best is, you know, when you look at it, when you, when you, when you take it and kind of say, okay, here's this concept how many different ways he gets to that concept. And yet the quarterback knows where the dots are. He knows the concept no matter how they end up in it. And, uh, you know, he's, he's not afraid to take a shot. He, he, he you know, he, he understands his team. He plays the analytics game really, really well. And, um, you know, I think, I think from that standpoint, he, he's ahead of the game in a lot of ways. Hey, Coach, I just want to say thanks again. I know it's a busy time. The calendar is full. We appreciate you, no doubt, what you mean to the University of Alabama. And I'm getting text messages left and right. Tell Mac I said hello. Tell Mac. But I, I am going to work in, too, because i got to take care of my sponsor, Brian Harden, because he, he – Yes, Brian Harden, the best the best guy you will ever meet in the entire world. I love that guy. Yeah. Well, listen, Coach, we went down, and, and to tell you how much he loves you, went down to his hunting lodge this past weekend – and he's got all Alabama stuff except one Jim McElwain item up there. So he's got uh, uh, when, when you <laughs> he's got a little bit. Of, well, the thing is, did you get any of those rabbits that were running around? That's what I want. Well, to yeah, did, I didn't. I didn't. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, and and uh, I got. I can't. I got to be honest. I didn't. I didn't do any damage. Uh, that was just. Uh, I was in charge of the food. I was over watching the food, just making sure you know everybody got the right portions. But. Uh, you know, Cedric was uh, manning the, the oh, grill for yeah. most of the time. But, uh, yeah, we had a great time, and uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was more well, I know my, fellowship. You know, yeah, it's, I, I know my wife and I can't wait to get back to Tuscaloosa, come see our son, and, and uh, you know, see see all the good things sure. that, that are going to happen with this new staff there. But more than that, just catch up with all the people that mean so much to us in our lives. And, yeah. and thank you to Tuscaloosa. I, that no doubt and my doctor dale christensen he loves you as well so uh hey coach thank you again you've built some great relationships in tuscaloosa and and we appreciate what you mean to the alabama crimson tide we're always uh, continuing to follow your career uh always pulling for jim McElwain in tuscaloosa thank you sir thanks i really appreciate it roll tide uh, right back to you roll tide to you jim McElwain helping us out uh, two-time national champion winning Offensive coordinator uh, at the University of Alabama. Uh, that was a lot of fun. He's currently Central Michigan's head coach. A lot of fun to be a visit with him, uh, Coach Jim McElwain, and people do. I mean, it's whether it was former player. I was talking last night with uh, Mike Johnson, 
uh, texting back and forth with AJ. I mean, these guys just love him. I mean, he, he's that type of relationship builder. Included when you buy an extended silver unlimited plan. Find us at straighttalk.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. Online only excludes taxes and fees. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Food. Also, find the food truck, and we are also now serving breakfast at... Installed quickly at your convenience, because Lowe's knows appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement, subject to credit approval. Northport Power Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. This is big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. The 2024 Tundra as low as 3.99 APR for 36. Uh, as you go up, if you want to increase the months, goes up slightly there, but as low as 3.99. If you're looking for camera, you're looking for Corolla, you're looking for Forerunner, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, and also the 2023 Toyota Tacoma as low as 2.75. You can find that in two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, the most inventory we've had in over two and a half years. Enjoyed talking with Coach Jim McElwain here at the University of Alabama, won two national titles. We're going to talk with Butch Jones. I said that we're going to be a little bit guest-heavy for that first hour, 15, 20 minutes. And then I want to get into this Tennessee stuff because we've got news flying around out there. Uh, this time, they won't be able to blame it on Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, I don't know who's going to be uh, the scapegoat here, um, but Tennessee was cheating before Philip, uh, excuse me, before Jeremy Pruitt ever got on the ground, and I think we could all backtrack it uh, there. But uh, we've got... Tennessee's Plowman, which is, uh, I believe she's the chancellor, uh, she slams the NCA. Really? I mean, you're, you're the one that, like, you got caught speeding. And let me, let me explain what they did. This is, you ever got pulled over by the police officer? Noah, you ever got pulled over and you're on the side of the road? Oh, at least a Well, how do you times. pull away from the police department? Like, like when you, you're like, you're making sure your seatbelt's fastened, so you've Super got your slow, ticket. yeah. I usually let them, like, I start going, and I go real slow, wait for them to pass me, and right. then I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Tennessee literally burned rubber after getting the, the speeding ticket. I mean, they literally, they, they they burnt their tires right there, right in front of the police officer. I mean, literally, they, they're going, hey, we got pulled over for speeding. We're on the side of the road. We're getting our ticket. We got our ticket, and now let's go 95. Really, I mean, that, that's that's what Tennessee did. So when you look at the Tennessee case, uh, will they get protection? I know Greg Sankey jumped in, helped him out last year. Oh, you know, hey, we're, we're going to pay to get this to go away. We're going to blame it on one individual. Something tells me maybe kind of learning something in the next 15, uh, about 15 minutes away. I'm going to address this, but we're going to add more to this. 
And is this the NCAA's last stand? Could this be the NCAA's last stand? Because if they're not able to do anything, you launch an investigation to grab the material. Generally, when you're interviewing somebody, you already know what they're going to say. Butch Jones coming up in just a couple of minutes. Arkansas State head football coach. He's next. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show. Join the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 and 1230 a.m. WTBC. It's a hump day edition of the show, which means we'll have a little Would You Rather Wednesday. Also, we'll continue to look at the Tide and we'll review the Alabama game against Georgia. We'll have those conversations and more. The phone lines are always open at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. We look forward to interacting with you right here on your home for Alabama Sports. Todd, you how many Tuscaloosa customers are searching online for your type of business? It's quick, easy, and free. Visit mylocalcustomers.com. That's mylocalcustomers.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today, 63. For tonight, becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and cooler, the high 52. And Thursday, a good supply of sunshine, the high Thursday at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Dan Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson will stay in Detroit for 2024. He has notified the Seahawks and commanders that he is no longer a candidate for their head coaching vacancies. The Seahawks reportedly spoke with Johnson last night and the commanders were set to speak with him today, but got word that he withdrew prior to them arriving in Detroit. Now the commanders are still going to talk with Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn about their head coaching vacancy but again, Ben Johnson staying in Motown. The Steelers are hiring former Falcons head coach Arthur Smith to be their offensive coordinator. Patrick Mahomes is playing in Super Bowl 58. So the Chiefs quarterback was replaced on the AFC Pro Bowl roster by Texans rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. The NCAA is looking into possible violations at Tennessee that involve NIL matters. That's according to Sports Illustrated. LeBron James questionable tonight for the Lakers. Well, Anthony Davis will sit out tonight's game against the Hawks. the top of the hour we are always powered by tuscaloosa toyota tuscaloosa toyota.com 3325 scotland boulevard and online at tuscaloosa toyota.com we are tied 100.9 with the flagship station of alabama crimson tide football uh we had coach jim McElwain on a couple of minutes ago we've got coach pendry on tomorrow we had coach pete jenkins on yesterday we're going to feature a lot of coaches uh that work with coach saban and right now we're going to do the same as we go to arkansas state uh Coach Butch Jones spent time here in Tuscaloosa and uh, was a part of a great uh, run here. Uh, Coach, I hope you're having a great day, sir. Welcome back to T-Town. Well, I am having a great day and appreciate the opportunity to speak with you and spend some time uh, this afternoon. I tell you what, you got quite the the cast of individuals and great coaches coming on talking about Alabama football and Coach Saban. And I'll tell you this, there's nobody who probably knows Coach Saban better than Joe Pendry. So Joe Pendry's a 
a great football coach. He's a legend. And uh, so I know you'll enjoy your conversation with him as well. Yeah, absolutely. And we're just trying to pick your brain, but also trying to, to show a, a tribute to Coach Saban because, you know, we could do this until the start of football season and it wouldn't be enough to try to pay honor to what Coach Saban did to this university. I mean, it's simply remarkable from a coaching perspective. What makes Coach Saban so successful? Is there one thing you can put your finger on? Well, I think there's a number of things. I don't know if you could really point to one thing. You know, he does so many things uh, at a very, very high level, but I just think his overall consistency, uh, you know, he always talks about consistency and performance. And one thing about Coach Saban, you know what you're going to get every single day. I think his work ethic uh, was unparalleled. I don't know if there's anybody that will be able to have the work ethic that he had and the stamina and the fortitude every single day and very routine oriented. Uh, you knew, you know, going in the building, you knew exactly when you're going to staff meet, you knew exactly what you were going to cover. You know, the practice schedules never changed. So there was a format, uh, there was a system in place, but also I think the ability to really build an infrastructure when you really look at, you know, from the recruiting department to, you know, creating value for players on a daily basis, whether it's mental health, whether it's Jeff Allen in the training room. And I think he's gone and he assembled elite people uh, in those spots. Ellis Ponder, again, Jeff Allen, all those individuals uh, mean so much to Alabama football. And I know they've meant a lot to Coach Saban, but I think the ability to, to build an infrastructure, I think the ability to focus on the task at hand, you know, being a head coach in the Southeastern Conference, particularly at a program like Alabama, you know, there's so many things that you have to manage on a daily basis. So I also think his ability to departmentalize every single day and uh, but never take away from the development of the players. So I think there's so many things where he'll leave his legacy and that he really set the standard for all of college football. Coach, uh, we, and, and we didn't even talk about the recruiting process. <laughs> You know, that's the other thing. But, again, just to follow up with that previous question, I just think it's an overall work ethic. It's a mindset. It's a toughness. It's a mental toughness by which he approached each and every day. How did he make you a better coach? Well, I think, you know, first of all, he really makes you look at everything in different perspectives. And so, you know, for me it was a great – it was a time that I needed it. You know, you're able to go back really – self-analyzing you one of the things that coach would always say is the problem with people is is they have the ability they don't have the ability to really look at themselves with a critical eye and so he really forces you to look at yourself with a critical eye really go back evaluate things and then how can you move forward and then I think just the challenges you know when you walk into you know the football offices every single day you're surrounded by great people you know, when I was on the staff, you had a lot of former head coaches. So, again, it forces you to be your best every single day. And I think also that speaks volumes of his confidence of who he was and who he is because he wanted to surround himself with people that were going to push him and make him better. And everything was, could you bring value to the organization on a daily basis? And so everybody had a role. Everybody had articulated expectations um they had job descriptions so i just think everything that went along with that and you know those are the three some of the three best years i've ever had um a lot of great friends still a lot of great friends there so again he just forces you to be better every single day 
Coach, um, every coach at some point has been let go at a program and, and you – you know, you get hired on another one. But we, we always hear that Coach Saban is one of those that likes to reach out to coaches. We had Tommy Tuberville on, which is the senator from the state of Alabama, that, you know, Coach Saban probably led to uh, him getting fired at Auburn, uh, you know, for, for not winning and not beating. But he said, you know, who was the first person he called? Coach Saban was the first person and literally said, you're not going to get out of coaching. You're going to stay. Is, do you have a conversation like that? I mean, did Coach Saban call you? Did he, I mean, because it was quickly that, that you became, you know, part of what I, was happening in Tuscaloosa. Sure. Well, you know, I was sitting at home and, you know, self-evaluating everything. And I talked to, you know, I thought to myself, I have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I have to put myself in an uncomfortable situation to grow. And I was actually on my way to Ohio State. Uh, when I got a call, it was actually from Mike Loxley that said, would you want to come in an interview? And gosh, it was the first time I had gone through an interview in a number of years. And so I said, I got to follow that philosophy and I got to work to be uncomfortable and went in there and interviewed the entire day and then finished with Coach Saban. And then the next day I re- received a phone call from him and, you know, he offered me a position, offered me a job and said, by the way, I need you here tomorrow. <laughs> and so uh, I packed up and drove to Tuscaloosa. And uh, again, three great years, um, very, very indebted to him and Miss Terry. And I think that's the thing, you know, whatever fancy term you want to call it, we joke, we call it coaching rehab, uh, whatever you, you deem, uh, you're going to grow and you're going to elevate. And I think, you know, what it allows you to do is go back and self-reflect, you know, on the things that you thought were effective and then you know, the Saban way as well. And there's a little bit of a fraternity that develops of everyone that's worked for him and, you know, have been along the way. So again, I just can't say enough about him and really how he's changed the entire profession. You know, when you look at how many people he's influenced, you say that the byproduct of someone is how many people they influence in a positive way. And if you look at the coaches throughout the course of the country, you look at young individuals, you look at everyone that he's affected in a positive way, he definitely leaves a legacy. But coach, you built a relationship with Coach Saban very quickly. I mean, I reached out to a you know quite a few people and said, "Hey, give me a few coaches that I can feature to talk with Coach Saban or to talk about Coach Saban." I mean, your name up came up by multiple people. Said, "Hey, you need to get." What was it about maybe that you and him just able to hit it off so well? Is it personality? Is it philosophy? Because you built a relationship fairly quick with Coach Saban. Well, you know, when they talk about, um, you know, similar people kind of are attracted to each other and they kind of, you know, I think we're very like-minded in a lot of ways. I thought we thought a lot alike, um, you know, and it was a work in progress. You, When you go in there, uh, you know, we kind of say the Bama way, you have to earn your keep and nobody really cares what you've done in the past. You have to earn your way there. And uh, I think it was really a, a process that really probably occurred um, you know, halfway through the first season when we went and played at Tennessee, I think a lot went into that week. And then after that, and then the conclusion of the season and then being part of the interviews and the restructuring of the staff, and then obviously growing in the role of special assistant to the head coach. So we had many opportunities to spend a lot of time together, you know, sit, talk. And those are some of the things, you know, that I'll cherish forever is even just sitting in my office and it may be a, a day in June and he comes in and sits down and, you know, we talk for 10 or 15 minutes, 
you know, or being called into his office and, you know, talking about different things and how we can make the program better and what do we need to do and all those things. So those are all conversations that, you know, I treasure, I value, and those are moments that I'll always remember. Let me ask you about that 2020 football team because that that was one of those that you think about that year. You were a special assistant to the head coach, obviously Nick Saban. You had a, you, you continued uh, your role as an offensive analyst and then jumped into that assistant, the head coach. Uh, just what do you remember about that 2020 season that made that team so special? Well, you just word the ad, you just use the adjective special, extremely special. I think arguably it may be the best team in the history of college football. And I think the first thing that that football team will be defined by is character. You know, not only competitive character, but great individuals. That was a team that was on a mission. Uh, they worked exceptionally hard every single day. We had competition at every single position group. And that was a team that was connected. It was a very close-knit football team. But I think the biggest thing is high-character individuals. You know, you look at that team and – Obviously, it's comprised of a lot of individuals right now that are having great careers in the National Football League. But, you know, when you just look at our running back core, when you look at our wide receiver core, you look at the quarterback position and the depth we had there, the offensive line, and then, you know, obviously our secondary, really all levels of our defense, you know, it was truly a complete football team. Coach, I've heard you say it. I've heard you reference it in the last couple of minutes relationships, building relationships, whether it's people off the football field, inside that locker room. Um, talk about how building those relationships help you, you know, on Saturday afternoon, because if the players love Butch Jones, they're going to play harder for Butch Jones, whether it's Arkansas State or Alabama. Am, am I reading into that? No question. And, uh, you know, it's a, a term that everyone uses now, the connection, the connectivity is so important in today's world, not only in sport, but in life. And so, you know, it was a connected football team. And again, you know, some of the roles that I had, you know, you know, help leading the leadership group, you know, running the freshman orientation, you know, I'll never forget, you know, when two years ago I saw Will Anderson at the bowl game and he comes up and he hugs me, he says, you know, I learned more in that, that summer than I ever have in terms of our core values and how you play hard and style of play and all those things. And, you know, all those players uh, meant a lot to me. Alabama football coach Saban means a lot to me, but you know, those are friendships that'll last a lifetime. You know, we still have a bunch of group text messages that, you know, with former players that are now in the NFL that we text daily. You know, I talk to a lot of these individuals on a weekly basis, but you know, there is. And I and I think there was a trust factor that, you know, they could come to me and they knew I was going to be honest with them, tell them the truth. But I was also going to have a plan to make them better. I was probably sometimes a sounding board as well. But I think, you know, within that role as well, you know, there was building relationships with the staff and kind of teaching them the Alabama way and kind of the do's and don'ts when you walk into staff meetings and all the little things that that go along with, you know, creating value every day in that organization. So those are all things that, uh, you know, I really took that position very seriously, and it's something that I hope I made an impact, you know, on all those players' lives. Coach, is there one Nick Saban story that stands above the rest? Gosh, you know what? There's so many of them. You know, we laugh and we joke of, you know, like I remember sitting in the staff meeting and we had all new coaches and uh, I kind of huddled them together and I said, okay, we're going to walk into this staff meeting now. 
and he's going to ask you, what do you guys think? <laughs> but uh, he doesn't really want your opinion unless he looks up at you and looks you in the eye. If he has his eyes down, do not answer it. Gotcha, coach. Gotcha, coach. So we walk into the staff meeting, and one particular member on the staff, he was new, you know, to coach Saban Fast. He goes, well, what do you guys think? And right away, he couldn't get a suggestion out uh, before coach could even look up. And uh, he got indoctrinated in the Alabama way quite quickly. And everyone started laughing, and we walked out. I said, I told you. Don't answer the question unless he looks at you directly. So those are just funny moments in staff meetings that we sit back and we laugh. But, you know, every day there was some type of great story, you know, whether it was laughter, whether, you know, I think the thing that people lose sight of is, you know, they see a seriousness to Nick Saban, but there's a human side to him. There's a person who likes to joke, likes to have fun, likes to laugh. You know, there's there's that part of him as well that uh, a lot of people don't get to see on the outside. But when you're inside, you know, he's an individual who has a great personality, likes to laugh when it's time to laugh and, and have a little bit of fun along the way. You know, and Coach Pete Jenkins shared a couple of stories with us. He said, you know, COVID breaks out on that Wednesday. We're supposed to practice on Friday. We're in a meeting. And he said, uh, he, he proposed the question. He said, he looks at all of his assistant coaches and said, how many of you guys saw a dinosaur on your way to work? And Coach Jenkins is sharing the story, and he goes, did Did you guys hear me? How many of y'all saw a dinosaur on the way to work? And he goes, I didn't see one either. You know why we didn't see one? Because they didn't adapt and evolve. And Coach Jenkins shared the story. He said he literally rolled out how we were going to try to manage COVID. He said, well, the rest of the world is trying to learn what it is. He said, Coach Saban is literally handing out details of how we're going to adjust. He said, that's when the national title was won. In that spring coaches meeting, as he's saying, this is how we're going to organize and come together. There's no question. I mean, when you look at it, all the great ones try to find a competitive advantage in everything that they do. And, uh, you know, one of the remarkable things, I think, along that path and that journey during COVID is really how we managed it. And uh, we managed it, and we created a competitive advantage through that course of time. And I think that's a tribute to him, and that's a tribute associated to everyone. I remember, you know, we were having one practice, and then we were going on spring break. Well, if you remember, we went in the entire state of Alabama in a four- to six-hour radius and bought every Apple Watch we could imagine, got it back to Tuscaloosa, programmed them, taught our players how to work out, how they would use the Apple Watches so they could send all their information back. And then we we filed out and we kind of, you know, went to our homes accordingly and followed all the rules and protocols and procedures. But we created a competitive advantage. But the work ethic did not stop during COVID. We still had our 730 staff meetings via Zoom. We still broke up offense and defense via Zoom meetings. You know, we still had our daily meetings with our players via Zoom meetings. We even had to, you know, go through our, our team and teach them Zoom etiquette of sitting up, not wearing a hat, making sure you got a T-shirt on, you know, making sure we're paying attention. We went and bought grease boards and tried to get them to the kids. So when we would Zoom meet them, we could captivate them with having them draw on the grease boards. All those little things of really staying together as a team. And so when you really look at it, when a lot of teams were fractured and split up, during COVID, 
we didn't change in terms of connection. So when we talked about that team, we talked about winning a national championship. That team, even though we were in our different homes and different venues, that team stayed together. That team never left each other via Zoom. And again, that's a tribute to his vision. That's a tribute to his leadership. And uh, I thought we were way ahead when the season started and we were playing our best football, obviously, when we played Ohio State for the national championship. Coach, let's talk about Arkansas State. You got a lot of Alabama flavor there uh, in, in Arkansas State with uh, the head football coach, excuse me, head football coach, obviously ties back to yourself. Uh, Jeff Puritan's up there as the AD. Brian Hodkinson is uh, on the basketball side of thing. A lot of Alabama flavor there in Arkansas State. Yeah, we do. It's it's exciting and, you know, being around individuals that now you've known for a while and that you trust and you're in it together. And it's an exciting time. Um, you know, we've it's taken us three years to really build this program from ground zero. We went to a bowl game. It was actually great uh, to go to Montgomery for the bowl game and, you know, see a lot of familiar faces. And for me, it was great because the coaching staff at Alabama was off. So a bunch of them drove over for our game. And then uh, we were able to go to the Rose Bowl and, and be with them as well. So um, we have a lot of exciting things going on. So, you know, we were bowl eligible. We went to a bowl game. Uh, we were the third youngest college football team in America. We only had 11 seniors. So there really is a lot of momentum, a lot of energy behind Arkansas State football. We just concluded our third back-to-back-to-back uh, -to -back -to -back number one recruiting classes in the Sun Belt and top five in the country. And uh, the state of Alabama has been great for us in recruiting. So when you really look at our roster, since the day we walked in here, we've really made a commitment to recruit the state of uh, Alabama. I'm actually leaving tonight and going to go recruit Birmingham. So I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of familiar faces and head that way to Tuscaloosa as well. Coach, do you know Kalen DeBoer? I do not. Um, there is one individual on the staff, Nick Sheridan, who – was a graduate assistant and then our quarterback coach for us at Tennessee. So I know him extremely well. And, uh, you know, he's a great person, a very good football coach. And I know he thinks very, very highly of coach. Well, Coach, I just want to say thanks again for helping us pay tribute to Coach Saban. We wanted to get some of his uh, his coaching peers on and to talk about him. I appreciate what you meant to the University of Alabama. appreciate what you uh, uh, were able to give us this afternoon. I've enjoyed talking with you, and if we can ever help you with Arkansas State, uh, please let us know, and, and we thank you again for being a part of our show. Well, it's the least I could do. You know, I think the world of him and Miss Terry and – Love everybody in Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama and the state of Alabama. And any time we can talk Alabama football and Arkansas State football, it's a great day. So thank you for your time and look forward to talking to you real soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you again for the opportunity. Uh, Coach Butch Jones helping us out there. A lot of things to visit with him. I enjoy chatting with him. Always enjoy picking the brain. I mean, we learned something there about the 2020 season. So I uh, know I did. I walked away going, okay, they went out and bought Apple phones, Apple watches within a six-hour radius to go back and supply. That's, that's a pretty cool little story there uh, that Coach Butch Jones. But Jeff Puritan, which by the way, uh, was Nick Saban's first, I'm sorry, excuse me, Doug Walker was the first uh, media relation, you know, personnel for Nick Saban. And then Jeff Pearton came in, I believe from Florida State. I, mean, I know he worked down there. I'm just trying to think if that was the year. But Jeff Pearton uh, jumped in and you think about it, he's up at the AD at the uh, Arkansas State. And then Brian Hodkinson, which was Nate Oates, his uh, personal assistant there, now the head coach at Arkansas State. We'll continue. We'll take phone calls if you want to jump in. I want to talk a little bit about Tennessee because I smell something here. 
You guys smell it? We'll discuss it next. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Tuscaloosa Police Department and the Tuscaloosa Violent Crimes Unit were on the scene at an apartment shooting on Old Greensboro Road, leaving one person dead. It marks the third deadly shooting in Tuscaloosa County this month. The robbery of a Brookwood pharmacy drew a large police presence Monday afternoon, although the suspect had already left the scene when they arrived. Tuscaloosa City Schools, along with Town Square Media Tuscaloosa and Child Abuse Prevention Services of Tuscaloosa, highlight a student of the month from each of the 20 one schools in the district this month eighth grader at west lawn middle school adriana received up show with hunter johnson it's the tide basketball post game show brought to you by pritchett moore insurance tuscaloosa's best choice for business and personal insurance for 90 years a huge part of the game is sec parlay pick day on friday it's made possible by brian harden construction a diverse business crane and equipment rentals up to 320 ton cranes available the cnc machines reverse engineering laser cutting specialist in modern construction it's bhardencons.com experience you can count on let's build something together the website very informative it is bhardencons.com brian harden construct a pile of shiny coin tax refunds oh not fair you use tax layer start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund tax layer file fearlessly tuscaloosatoyota.com a huge part of our show we are powered by those guys every single day the service department always great the new inventory side all those new toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty and right now we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years camrys corollas rav4s highlanders forerunners tundras tacomas also the pre-owned inventory most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty see all of the inventory TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today 63. For tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 36. Tomorrow mostly sunny and cooler, the high 52. And Thursday, a good supply of sunshine, the high Thursday at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama in the pros right here on Tide in Tennessee told the NCAA president Charlie Baker that allegations against Tennessee violated rules overseeing name, image, and likeness fractionally untrue and procedurally flawed. Huh. Okay. Well, we're going to... Tennessee's always got an out, do they not? Tennessee's always got a story. They've always got somebody to blame it on. In reality, 
your confidence is built built up because you know when when you study Tennessee and you begin to think about it, uh, they've done a lot of people dirty. Um, you know, and and we just talked with one right there, uh, Butch Jones. I didn't ask him about it. Was it going to? That's not that wasn't what I was having him on for. But if you think about the coaches that they've done wrong, uh, they've thrown a lot of these guys under the bus. Jeremy Pruitt's another one. You know, that was, oh, it's all Jeremy's fault. It's all his fault. Derek Ansley, uh, which was listed uh, in the notice of allegations, and, and he received some punishment as well. It, it's always somebody else's fault. Maybe it's just the culture of Knoxville. Maybe it's the program. Maybe it's Philip Fulmer. Maybe it's, it's, it's the system that was set up in place. But when you start kind of studying this, you know, the worst thing you can tell a police officer, if you ever get pulled over, you can't do anything to me. I mean, that irritates them, and it would be too. I've never been a police officer, but I've got friends of mine uh, that are police officers. They don't want to do any of the name dropping. Uh, you know, uh, I've got a few friends of mine that they always tell me, if you ever get a speeding ticket, don't tell them who we are because police officers hate that, okay? Well, same thing. The way that this is calling them out, uh, good luck. And, and I saw it a couple of minutes ago with, with one of the reports how this is just going to be a fear, uh, a fight, this is going to be a public fight from Tennessee and the NCA. Now, the NCA needs credibility. They need some type of going, hey, guys, we're still in business. We're still in the ticket writing business. When you when you back up a couple of minutes and you begin to kind of think about this, could this be the case that reestablishes or allows the NCA to slide? Let's go to Tommy and Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. All is well, Ron. Thank you. All is well. You know what? Tennessee been doing this for 60 or 70 years, and they get away with it. They ain't going to get away with it. NCA don't have no bite. I mean, they have no bite, though. And for years, Tennessee have had SEC commissioner protecting their bite. Right? And this one they, we got now will do the same thing. I mean, they destroyed Pruitt. They destroyed Butch Jones. They destroyed a legend. Coach's son, Derek Dooley, they don't care. They don't give a rat's behind. They get away with it. I mean, that should tell you right there. But they are innocent. They're the little Snow White without the dwarves. I mean, they're innocent. I mean. Well, it's always someone... uh it's always somebody else's fault, right? It was, and, and Jeremy Pruitt took a big punishment, right? I mean, he took a ton. And I'm not saying that, listen, if whatever he did, he's, he's paid for. Uh, but it wasn't all his fault. Oh, no. It seemed like Jeremy and the other guy had all my tie. Let's punish him. That if we can't have them to win here, we'll ruin them so they can't never go back to Nick. Saving and get rehab. I mean, that what Nick Saving did with Lane Tiffin start. The list goes on. Moose Jones. I mean, the list goes on and on. Have Tennessee ever rehabilitate anyone from you know? No. Well, you know they they worship Philip Fulmer. Uh, he can do no wrong in their eyes. I mean, they, they truly believe that he is, you know, the way that we look at, you know, Coach Saban. Now, I know he gave him a national title in, what, 97. They 
they put him on a pedestal that he can do no wrong. And He's a second coming of Bob Naylor. Jalen Naylor. Philip Palmer. Well, you have to go back that far. G- General Naylor had, uh, had integrity. I'm not sure Philip Palmer does. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, to be honest with you, he does it. I mean, let's let's quit beating around the bush, Ron. He does no. it. How many times have I said this? I'm going to say, can you hear me? No, how much you polish a certain argument, if it's a turn, it's not going to shine, Ron. It's just going to crumble. And uh, Phil Fulman can live in Tennessee, and he's a god. Let him stay up there. I mean, I mean. But how much does this case mean to the NCAA's future? It means everything, but. I mean, from an NCAA perspective, I mean, nobody pulls for the NCAA, but if if they're going to stay in business, they've got to have somewhat of an enforcement staff. Well, you know what? When Alabama got hammered and they said they was looking down the barrel, Alabama did everything they asked him to. Alabama opened the books. Alabama said, oh, y'all institution out of control. And we know David Brown in Oklahoma did it for revenge because Alabama was on the thing where Oklahoma got nailed. But my God. Tommy, explain, because a lot of people probably don't know what you're, you're, you're referencing there, but but I think it's a great point, what you were trying to say. David Brown, I think his name was the president at Oklahoma. They got hammered. They were paying for a summer three months job working in the Zippy market or something else, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I remember the 48 team, Oklahoma, in 1988, was not going to come back for their 40th anniversary. So they said, y'all are running a zoo out here. These are mostly convicts. And uh, they had to do something. Oklahoma got now. And boy, Alabama was, I don't know who was on it. I can't remember. Maybe Tom Jones, I don't know when I legal was on that committee at that time. I'm probably wrong on that. But No, I, I I've heard very similar and they got hammer. And he held a grudge. He wouldn't guess how I mean I mean it just it's a witch hunt ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Is something gonna happen in Tennessee? I doubt it. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my breath. But if the NCA could ever find a way to get a punishment and show, hey, we're still in business, and you know, you're, you're reading some of this, um, you know, private jets. I mean, did all this develop off of NIL? And so, I guess no, um, it's been going on. You, uh, Tennessee, about 20 years ago, had another major problem, but I'm not supposed to say it. Uh, it was something, but uh, I think the president of the University of Birmingham and one of them was having an affair and they were flying all over the country. That's what they say. It's a, it's a soap opera. It's always been one. It's not going to change. It, I mean, you keep on kicking the can down the road, nothing that, and now the NCAA have lost totally, totally control of football. Till so, I mean, well, and, and to kind of set up know. what's going to be a peeing contest here with the chancellor and the president, and, and here's her letter to Charlie Baker, which is the NCAA president. Quote, the leaders of intercollegiate athletics owe it to the student athletes and their families to establish clear rules and to act in their best interest. Well, nobody can disagree with that. No. Instead, two and a half years of vague 
contradictory NCA memos, emails, guidance about name, image, and likeness has created extraordinary chaos that student athletes and institutions are struggling to navigate. In short, the NCA is failing. End quote. You know, it's kind of like a look at a police officer saying you're not doing your job. Uh, Chancellor, you might want to take a different approach. I mean, she she literally labels them morally wrong in, in many of these uh, comments. Don't know if I'd want to irritate them because at the end of the day, they still have power. Now, are they willing to show that they have power? That is to be determined. Well, well, I, wonderful commissioner, will have the backbone Tennessee, you on the own. And the other now 15 schools in the SEC ought to say, man, no. You hammer us. Why are you letting them get away? I mean. But we, but, but just grab a seat. I know we got spring football coming up here in about 34 days, brought to you by Alabama Credit Union. But, Tommy, pull up a seat because we may learn something a little bit more about this Tennessee and not just about the current investigation. We may learn a little bit more about the previous investigation. There's still, you know, one side of the story we know, one side of the story we don't know. Well, I mean, they need – I just love people screaming – politicians, uh, university football. We need more open air. We need to have more, you know, openness and all this. We must have more dialogue. We must, you know, all this BS code where it's, I'm taking a can down another street. And that's what they've been doing. They're not going to accomplish nothing. And I mean, you know, you see Auburn doing, I mean, Auburn gave the NCA the middle finger and they laughed at him. Tennessee's going to do the same thing, Ron. But still, I mean, so I mean get it's getting a speeding ticket back to back. You know, one block away from just getting another one. This no, this might a be the speeding ticket when you murder somebody, and you're not going to do nothing about it. I mean, I'm with you. I, I don't know what we're going to find out, but and I'm not going to put my hopes in there. But Tennessee, uh, you've been wrong for. Uh, a couple of years. We'll, we'll see if uh, the NCA cracks. Uh, I mean, this has been going on for decades and decades. And, I mean, they tried destroying Bill Bottle when he's a football coach. And all this. And look what they did to that legend, Johnny Major, the closest person besides Peyton Manning to ever win a Heisman Trophy. My God, Phil Fulmer and the athletic department put so many knife in his back, I mean, Brutus would have been proud of him. <laughs> great, I mean... Great point. I mean, people don't, won't get that because I'm a historian, but, you know... Tommy, I got to uh, run, man. I appreciate you. Anything else? No. No. Have a great day, Ron Paula. Talk to you later. Roll, Roll tight. tight. Thank you. Tommy and Romulus will continue. Robert and Mobile, we're going to come to you. Jumbo, I see you. We've got Elliot Bond coming up. Bet you. How can you put $1,000 in your pocket? How many people could not use 1000 bucks right now? How can you do it? Very simple. We'll talk about it coming up at 4 o'clock with Elliot Bond from Bet You. We'll continue taking your phone calls right now, 205. 205- 
guarantee. Text SUPPORT to 511-511. Morning Kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Text fees may apply. The longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Right back into the game. Let me tell you about the wharf. If you're looking for a new pair of boots, Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. If you're looking for waterproof boots, I know last week we had a lot of rain here in West Alabama. Still got a couple of weekends of hunting season, then uh, deer season will be out. Then you got turkey season coming up. Uh, I know Jim McElwain asked me if I was rabbit hunting this weekend. Yes, I was. Yes, I was. He knows about the rabbit hunt. I believe he's been there down there a couple of times. Uh, it's an annual thing that we do. Uh, always enjoy the chats. Uh, with Jim McElwain, Butch Jones a couple of minutes ago. But if you're looking for a new pair of jeans, Wrangler, Levi, Lee, Carhartt clothing, Under Armour clothing, uh, you'll find the different boot options. And really, that's the specialty, right? Yeah, they specializing in, in work and Western wear, but the boots is where you can find it. If you're looking for a Western boot, casual boot, work boot, uh, you know, people in West Alabama work extremely hard. We have fun, but we also... People in West Alabama work extremely hard. I want to include myself in that because I could show up in flip-flops, Brody, and I'd be okay. And sometimes I do in the summer. Not today. It's too cold. But uh, people in West Alabama, like Noah, Noah works extremely hard. He's got to have the work boots and the work apparel to match that hard work. I mean, that's a lot of buttons over there to push, and I can tell you one place to go. It is the wharf. It's the Work and Western headquarters for the entire family. They've been that way since 1976. Go over and see my friends Mark and Lee. They're open until 6 p.m. right here in Tuscaloosa. Between I mean, if, Wendy's I, if I don't Google. have the right boots, I might press the wrong button. No, absolutely. And I mean, you, you got to have the steel-toed boots because I see you dropping things over there. I mean, like scissors and pins and all of that and protect that. I mean, so you may need to go with a steel-toed uh, boot over there. I, I did notice that you – but, hey, go see my friends Mark and Lee. Open until 6 p.m. Appreciate those guys for being a longtime uh, sponsor of our program. 42-year history of the Alabama Sports Writers Association, Mr. Football. We now have a repeat winner, Ryan Williams, named Mr. Football for the second straight season. It's never happened in the history of this award. And, uh Wow. Ryan Williams, we featured last Wednesday. We had Butch Jones on a couple of minutes ago, Jim McElwain. Let's continue. Let's take phone calls. Let's go to Robert Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, man. How are you, Robert? Despite Martin Martin, uh, Houston's best efforts, the Swifters won (laughs) and is in the Super Bowl now. So his hate didn't help. Well, I'm, I've turned into a big Taylor Swift fan. Um, you know, I playing all this music has really made me get on board. I, I'm now a Swifty. I mean, what incredible music! It's just, I mean, you might as well because we're going to get it shoved down our throat in the next ten days. Yeah, exactly. You may not like her, but you're going to be forced to like her. Uh, I never. I think I've never rooted against a team this hard since the uh, Cowboys played my Steelers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's, it's hard <laughs> to root against Patrick Mahomes. 
Yes, it is, but uh, I did not think a Taylor Swift would have become easy. <laughs> hey, uh, you well, and in my memories of San Fran, though, is we got out there and kind of got <laughs> yeah, in their stadium. We got whipped. Yeah, there oh, is that, ugly. too. Hey, you asked a question yesterday, you know, what's our best memories of Nick Saban or a memory or whatever? Um, you know, I guess it's not necessarily a memory. And other people talking about games and whatnot. But what I remember most, is, uh, Mr. Mo- especially Mr. Most, is watching him walk the team out onto the field out of the tunnel. That was just, uh, it's just something about watching him walk the team out that just, I you know, agree. I mean, it, just, it just breeds excellence and, you knew you were going, you knew you were seeing excellence on parade when he walked the team out. It, it was just something different about it, and I think I'm getting used to him not doing that. Uh, it's, uh, you know, not seeing someone else other than him doing that. It's just I think I'm getting used to, and of course I always miss Nick Saban doing it, even uh, you know years later. You know, with him and Bear Bryant, it's hard to imagine them ever coaching another team. I know both of them did several years before they came to Alabama, but you just you, you just can't imagine them not coaching Alabama. I think there's even a movie about Bear Bryant coaching with Texas A and M or the Junction Boys. Is that what the, was that name? It of was, movie? yeah, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't that movie, I I would I forgot I would have forgotten that he ever coached Texas A and M. And who and who remembers Miami with Nick Saban or any other school? It's I mean, they're just so entrenched in Alabama. It's like you just you won't be able to imagine them not being the head coach, and that's how it's going to be. So, you know, my memory, my fondest memories, what what I liked the most about the Saban era was just the watching them come out of the tunnel. It, uh, I'm going to so miss that. Well, and and you brought up the tunnel. Uh, I've got a friend of mine that's that is a colleague here at Tide 100.9, Gary Harris. Uh, many times we sat side by side in the press box and we would always, he would take his binoculars and I would take my binoculars and we would watch because Coach Saban always does something prior to running out of the tunnel. He always does something with his hand and it, it's kind of moving everybody out of the way just where his team can get through. But he, his, he's so programmed. He does everything, yeah. the, you know, at 7.02 he's doing this, at 7.15 he's doing this. If you watch him, his same Hand motion has been there for 17 years, and it's he never forgets it. He's as programmed of an individual. Those little details, and we would always watch it. And Gary would like, "Yep, there it is, there it is." And we we would zoom in on our binoculars, and we would watch him do the little hand motion, uh, and, and it kind of moves the cheerleaders out of the way where he can bring his football team out there. And it's not he's not being rude. It's just a you know, little gesture. He didn't want to run into him, but he did it literally every single time. And it was kind of fun to watch and go, yep, there it is. There it is. It's almost like you can't have Alabama football without that. No, exactly. I guess if, if I had to sum up a play for Alabama, you know, I know if the goal, I know everybody's like, say, second, 26, fourth, and forever, or the, the grave digger. I, my favorite one, though, see, I think it's the, um, the uh, screen pass to T.J. Yelder. <laughs> that game, I mean, because we watched the game, Alabama had absolutely nothing in that game. Uh, you look at the stats and the everything, you look, okay, how the LSU lose, and you can't find a stat that they lost. Uh, not a single stat. 
and yet they still lost the game. And usually when I look at my stats, I okay, how does someone lose? I'll find something. Oh, yeah, turnovers. Yeah, you, you didn't convert very many first down or to the other team and whatever. Nope. LSU was, led every single stat there was to lead, and they, didn't, and they lost. <laughs> that one play, Alabama was, was, had done nothing the entire game, almost except for that that last drive, which was uh, classic. So I think it was the, the screen pad, T.J. Yellen, we might play. T.J. Yellen, that was a great play. And it's, I mean, there's so many great moments of Alabama football, but uh... – you know, I remember A.J. McCarron's reaction after hitting T.J. Yep. Yelton. Yeah, I mean, he was, it was worth one of his worst games ever. And, I mean, he, you know, he knew it. He thought they, I guess he figured they were going to lose because they, they were doing nothing up to that point. And it was just, uh, and that was because it, it was just, you know, that play. It was just you know, that drive, and they got it. They got it. But yep, that be. I guess that will be it for me. Robert, do All you right, believe? Buddy, do you believe? Uh, real quick, do you believe in the NCA? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like Santa Claus. Do you believe, Robert? <laughs> I mean, do you believe that they can actually do anything, or do you think this is a a power move that they're trying to reestablish power, but they'll they'll fail? Oh uh, yeah, they will because they have so far. But someone does need to get control. Um, yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna have to come up with somebody, uh, or you know, reform the NCAA with some with some governing powers, that real governing powers, something. Because right now it's just a look, it's just uh, too out of control with uh, with the uh, transfer portal in particular. I think the number one problem is transfer portal. Need some control over that. So. All right, man. Thank you, Robert. We appreciate that. Robert down in Mobile. We'll come back. We're going to try to squeeze in Jumbo coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll go to Elliot Bond. How can you win $1,000? We'll ask Elliot coming up. Bet you going to be joining us how we can win 1000 bucks. You can. I can. As they talk Tide basketball, don't miss the Crimson Tide basketball pregame show brought to you by Pritchett Moore Insurance, Tuscaloosa's best choice for business and personal insurance for 90 years. You know, we talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 19. 78, the seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Coming up, bet you how we can put $1,000 in our pocket right now. It's Jumbo. Jumbo, how are you? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Ryan, what's going on? Uh, no walk-up music today? <laughs> well, we were we were rushed right there. I apologize. So. Uh, I'm fine. We're good. We're good. Cousin um, Jumbo in the ring. <laughs> oh, so Tennessee's under the microscope again. I can't believe it. Well, I'm going up there in a month, so uh, 
hopefully something good will happen and I can have some fun with it. Well, um, looks like it's a little bit of a peeing contest between the chancellor and the NCA president, Charlie Baker. Well, you know, uh, I'm pulling Tommy for the NCA right. if you can do that. I'm pulling for him. Well, Tommy was right. I mean, they've always uh, cheated. They cheated when Fulmer was there. You know, they hated us when he was there, and they still do. But, uh, you know, and Auburn's another one that gets by with a lot of crap. Um, I, I don't uh, I don't understand it. I'm still puzzled by that game two years ago when the referee did what he did and uh, – the game was called like it was, but you know that that's in the past. It's uh, water under the bridge. But um, I hope they get them. I hope they nail them this time and um, teach them a lesson. I mean, you know, if it was us, they would not. They would kill us. So, well, the 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 issue that Tennessee has created—they're under probation. I mean, it's not even right. been a year since they were released on the previous sanctions. I mean, they received punishment. So, in in less than a year, really, and and. In all seriousness, it was actually during the investigation. When they were going through these different hearings, they were also doing this. I mean, it's kind of like speeding, and you get pulled over, and you get a speeding ticket leaving from the police officer that's got you on the side of the road. That's what Tennessee did. Well, we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, I'm sure they got a few um Aces in the hole somewhere. I mean, I don't know if I trust the NCAA, and let me tell you why. Um, I'm harping on Michigan, but what Harborough did should have got him fired easily. Um, a lot of people look at it like he was just trying to win. Well, you know what? If you win, go out on the field and do it like Coach Saban has. Do it right, win the right way, and walk off the field knowing you was a better team. Um, Michigan cheated. He got popped for six games or – or whatever he got popped for, but uh, I felt like he should have been fired, and uh, they should have never been playing for a national championship. Um, you know, you got to go back to when USC happened when um, Bush had his Heisman taken away and they had their, their title taken away. Um, I, I don't know if we could trust the NCAA. I mean, if they were to make a statement with this, then maybe I'd look at it a little different, but I, I don't know. This is going to be one of those. Hey, Jumbo, Jumbo will you hold on after the guest? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to visit with Elliot Bond for a couple of minutes. i got a couple of questions for you I want to ask you after the guest, if that's okay. Uh, Sure. You all right with that? Yeah, well, I'm good. Because yeah, I'm, I'm up against this break, but I don't want to – I want to give you a fair chance to respond to a couple of things that we've been talking about. And I'll take – let me hold Jumbo over. Elliot Bond's going to tell you how you can put $1,000 in your pocket. How? We'll find out. Bet you, Elliot Bond, president, coming up next. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama Credit Union, feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money, whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association. Reference foes such as Ole Miss, Tennessee, Auburn, and the defending NCAA champion LSU. 
Visit RollTide.com and purchase your tickets today. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today, 63. For tonight, becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and cooler, the high 52. And Thursday, a good supply of sunshine, the high Thursday at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Dan Byer. Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson is staying in Motown. Johnson telling the Seahawks and Commanders he will not take their head coaching jobs. Both teams speaking with Johnson. In fact, Johnson had a second interview scheduled with Washington today, but told them prior that he's no longer interested. The Commanders are going to speak with Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn as they continue to search for a head coach. Former Chargers head coach Brandon Staley will talk with the Rams about their defensive coordinator vacancy. Raheem Morris left to become the Falcons head coach. Staley was once the Rams defensive coordinator in 2020 prior to taking the job with the Chargers. The Steelers are hiring former Falcons head coach Arthur Smith to be their offensive coordinator, while Colts quarterback Gardner Minshew and Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud have been named to the AFC Pro Bowl games rosters. Sixers guard Tyrese Maxey out tonight against Golden State. Center Joel Embiid is questionable. LeBron James questionable to face the Hawks for the Lakers. Anthony Davis is out. That's been a topic of conversation. We've talked about Ryan Williams winning the two-time Mr. Football Award in the 42-year history of that award. Nobody's ever done it back-to-back. Ryan Williams, who's committed to the University of Alabama, and Kalen DeBoer uh, has uh, won that award back-to-back years. He'll be a, not an early enrollee, but he'll actually be enrolling a year early. He reclassified as a senior to a junior. We had Butch Jones on a couple of minutes ago. We had Jim McElwain on. We've got Coach Joe Pendry tomorrow. I've got another one on Thursday. We're featuring all coaches this week. We'll do players next week. That'll be the kind of the focus of what we're doing. And we're, we're tying all this together uh, as a tribute to Coach Nick Saban. We've also got National Signing Day. We're taking your phone calls coming up in about 15 minutes. 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. Something tells me, Elliot Bond, you know, this is something we can agree on. From a Georgia fan to an Alabama fan, anytime Tennessee's in trouble, we all celebrate. Fair enough. Elliot Bond, president of Bet You, and a chance to win a thousand bucks. Elliot Bond, how are you, man? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Run, doing well. Good to hear from you again. Um, I was actually just listening. I didn't hear the context of it, but all I heard was Jumbo say that Michigan should have never been in the college football playoff, and you can't trust the NCAA. And you know, as a Georgia fan, I can only assume he was talking about the dogs there and how we absolutely should have been in the playoff over Michigan. And I agree, you can't trust the NCAA, but 
if there's something else tied to that, then I must have missed the first part of it. Well, the NCAA is what we're looking at, the enforcement staff. And I ask him, Tennessee has now received another uh, letter of allegations, uh, officially inquiry into their program. And Tennessee, once again, but it, it's the only way I can describe it is, Elliot, you know how when you pull over on the side of the road, when you get a police officer that stops you and you're always so careful to pull out, right? And you're, you're making sure your, your seat's buckled. You got your blinker on. Well, Tennessee decides that they're just going to come out of the, uh, the speeding ticket and just go 90 to nothing right on the side of the road. They were literally under investigation not even a year ago, last spring. They turn around and do it again, Elliot. I, I mean, I, I would say I'm shocked, but you know, with Tennessee, anything is possible. And it's your analogy spot on, except it's almost like they did it in a stolen Brinks truck based on what I'm seeing about this whole thing. And yeah, you know, you just hate to see it. It couldn't happen to a, a better group of folks. And I, my heart goes out to all the Tennessee fans I know tune into your show daily just to, you know, Fight back the tears and listen to it all. So, but Elliot, sorry to hear that. You're, you're an attorney, okay? <laughs> I mean, you you went to law school. Uh, if you're representing a client and you're you're trying to justify, hey, listen, you know, be easy on us, but then you turn around and do it again, it, it's almost like taking the judge and saying you don't have any power. And now we're seeing the chancellor tell the NCA president, you don't have any power. You can't do this to us, <laughs> um, Elliot. How would you respond to a client that wanted to tell the judge that? You don't have any power. You can't do anything to me. I would just say one thing, and it's that you can't spell guilty without UT. And oh, I think we're seeing ah. that play out right here. Um, time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. You just, again, you hate to see it. Um, they're going to fight it. And hey, power to them. You know, if, if Michigan taught us anything, it's that if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They might have just taken it a little too far here. But, um, if, you know, if there was any smoke signals with the, the Nico signing for, I don't know, $8 million, $80 million, however much it was with them, then fire. We'll just say that. So I'm All probably right. not that surprised. Elliot, give me a couple of Wednesdays ago. When you hear that Nick Saban is retiring, as a Georgia fan, you know you know what your record is against Nick Saban, right? I mean, you want me to remind you? <laughs> no, um, no. Next question. We can continue. Well, I mean, no. I was going to see what your reaction was. I mean, did you shed a few tears over Nick Saban? I mean, did you uh, did you celebrate? Did you? Uh... Yeah, I, I've been saving a bottle of champagne for my ten uh, year wedding anniversary is coming up, and you know, my wife she's an Alabama alum, and so when I popped that early a couple weeks ago, several months away from our anniversary. Uh, I got a lot of looks there and the, the setting was not appropriate for that, but Hey, that, that was, that was my moment. That was my moment. And, and look, I say that jokingly, but also pretty darn seriously, because at the end of the day, that's said out of full respect because take it from me, a Georgia fan and probably every other college fan base. We, we don't want Nick Saban around on the sidelines anymore, and you don't get that sentiment from the rest of us if he wasn't that good. Yeah, so. So, something tells me Athens, Baton Rouge, Auburn, Knoxville, Starkville, Oxford, Gainesville, they all had something in common, <laughs> right? You guys were enjoying when Nick Saban's stepping in. We're sitting here crying, and then all of a sudden we get, yeah. you know, Kalen DeBoer, and we're trying to learn a lot about our new football coach. So, uh yeah, yeah, it's celebration. You know, that's all biased. And hey, we are who we are with these SEC fandoms in across the country. But 
at the end of the day, you don't get that kind of reaction if you didn't have the best in the business. And, I mean, if you tell me one other college football coach, and aside from Kirby Smart, I know everybody would be glad to see him go, biased opinion, of course. But seriously, name one other person who's going to elicit that reaction from every other fan base. And I can joke about it till the day cows come home, but at the end of the day, hey, he was the best. And out of all due respect, we, we are glad to not have to face uh, Nick Saban on September 28th coming up, and that's that's for sure. Hey, let's go back to last weekend, a uh, little NFL action. Something tells me Bet You was pretty popular with uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens, the Lions and the 49ers, and uh, you had the dogs who covered on both of these occasions. Absolutely. I mean, we get action across the board because with Bet You, you're betting against your friends head to head. No juice, no fees. Just a $20 bet is a $20 bet. Bet as little as a dollar, bet up to a couple hundred dollars, whatever your bill is. And so we have seen a lot of action on these games. Um, and personally, I've, I've kind of opened myself up. We've been doing some promotional things. Your, your uh, listeners have probably heard about us on the air. And um, I'm getting a lot of friend requests and people are placing bets against me and I was, for whatever reason, the common recipient of where I had to bet on the Ravens and the 49ers. Hey. So this was a, this was a tough, tough weekend for me personally. A lot of my new friends out there, I'm sure, enjoying themselves with their, their winnings. But hey, it ebbs and flows. That's the way it goes. But, um, I gotta tell you, we got, we got ourselves quite the Super Bowl coming up. That's for sure. All right, and we're going to talk about this here. Uh, Elliot, I know a lot about the details, but let's say the, the, the listener first time, he's tuning in, he goes, bet you. What are they talking about? Uh, Elliot, take it over from there. Tell people that have never heard about bet you, and they're just now driving through Tuscaloosa, and they flip on, you know, Tide 100.9, 12.30 a.m. and go, whoa, what is bet you uh, here in the state of Alabama? Yeah, absolutely. It's a bet you, that's B-E-T, letter U. Uh, available on the iPhone App Store. It should be available on the Android Google Play Store here in the next month in time for March Madness. But BetU is a legal sports betting app that's available in Alabama. We're the first and only truly legal app to bet on sports in the state, and that comes from the fact that it's betting against your friends. It's betting against someone you know. Um, there's no bookie. There's no house. It's some, a place where you can place real money, legal wagers against your friends on this all-in-house uh, social network that we built here. You can also not only make bets against your friends, but you can have the trash talk that goes into it. We have a chat feature and a group chat to where all of your fantasy football league or your work buddies or your, you know, your, um, your pledge class can all create a group chat and place bets against each other within the group. And, yeah, it's a social network that we've built for sports betting, and that's how it's legal in Alabama because, as your listeners may know, bookies and sports books are prohibited, but there's an exception to the rule that says you can bet against your friends as long as it's not for business and there is no house. And we've eliminated both aspects of that. We don't take a cut. We don't take a fee. None of that. And it's just putting the betting back into the hands of you know, the users and the, um, the community. Elliot, let me ask you about the security of your website, because when you sign up and you go through these procedures, uh, talk about that and how you protect people uh, from from their data standpoint. Absolutely. That is first and foremost uh, the highest priority for us, because at the end of the day, it's betting and it's real money. 
and there's transactions involved. And so that, that really is at the core of why we wanted to keep it between people you know. There is a friending aspect where you're not betting with anyone anonymous. It's friendly wagers with people you know. But on the security side, we built our app on AWS, Amazon, using the highest um, standards of security and, and just data protection overall. And when you sign up, we verify that each person is over 18 years old and that you are who you say you are. All you have to do is snap a quick picture of your driver's license and away you go. Uh, we have an advanced system we've built to make sure that's all standard and correct. And then when you want to add funds into your account, rather than you know any kind of um, credit or depositing anything like that, you simply just link your bank, your checking account directly. We don't touch the funds. We connect you straight to your Wells Fargo or your Chase or your Regions account, and you tell them yes, no, I'd like to connect, and then away you go. Deposit up to five hundred bucks into your account right away, and that's stored securely in the bank account. We never touch any funds. We never see your personal data tied to your bank or anything like that. All we ask for is just a photo of your ID to make sure you're a real person and your email address so that we can, you know, sign you up, and away you go. You know, Elliot has also decided. I mean, I think he's the nicest Georgia fan we've ever met. Uh, and and what, he's, what he's done is, and and you correct me if I'm wrong. Elliot said, you know what? Instead of giving Georgia because they've already got the recruiting class, I don't have to compete against Nick Saban. Instead of giving the NIL collective a thousand dollars where they can use on a backup long snapper, uh, Elliot has decided to give a thousand dollars away to these great Alabama fans. Elliot, how can we win that thousand dollars that you were going to give to Kirby in the NIL slush fund? That's right. Uh, so when we we were actually thinking about several ways where you could, you know, I send my picks out to the world and you can bathe them because I've been ice cold lately. That's one way you could win $1,000 on your own easily. Um, but with us, what we're going to do is we're going to give away $1,000 on your show on Friday. And all you got to do to submit one entry is sign up for our app, create an account. That's, again, B-E-T-U, letter U, on the App Store. Create an account. And if you sign up and place a bet, You'll be entered not once but twice, and then not only that, um, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit extra on your show. Not just only the thousand dollars that we're gonna pull from those entries, but we're gonna put fifty dollars into ten random people, random users, and signups accounts on Friday as well. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna say the winners. We're just gonna say, hey, check your app, check to see if you won, and ten of your lucky listeners will have 50 bucks in their account instantly Friday afternoon. But, but again, more importantly, sign up for bet. You enter, you'll get be entered automatically for a chance to win a thousand dollars cash straight to you. And if you make a bet, then you'll be entered twice. And that is happening right now at Bet You. So your chance to take away from Kirby Smart's NIL Collective uh, by going to get this thousand. <laughs> I mean, don't you like the marketing side of that? I mean, that sounds good, even though it's not accurate. It sounds good. Fair enough. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. If that's what it takes, then yeah, because, you know, I was going to send that thousand in an edible arrangement to Kirby's address of an Athens. Um, yeah, we could do something like that. Maybe in a McDonald's bag, like some of our friends in Tennessee are want to do at times. Maybe we shouldn't follow their tactics. It's getting them in hot water these days, I guess. But, but yeah, we'll pull that away from the Georgia slush fund and we'll give it to our, the Bet you community and uh, your audience here, Ryan.
Bet you giving you a chance to win a thousand dollars this coming Friday, and he'll give away ten fifty dollar uh, cash vouchers there uh, as well. So ten mm-hmm. times fifty uh, in your account and one thousand dollars. We're going to do this this coming Friday. We'll do it right here on this show. We'll give away a thousand bucks. Appreciate you guys involving us and all of us here at Town Square Media. Uh, we've enjoyed the partnership with you guys, and appreciate you coming on for a couple of minutes, Elliot, to uh, explain and. Uh, appreciate you uh, paying tribute to uh, Nick Saban as well. That was uh, that was mighty kind of you. Yeah, yeah. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. But hey, I've told my wife and my all my Alabama friends in my life this that at the end of the day, it's really truly not going to be the same without seeing him on the sidelines, uh, even from the opposing fans' viewpoint. There, so. It's been a fun ride. It's been fun to see, and congrats to all that he's done for you guys. And yeah, we'll see what happens this year. Hey, Ellie, we'll talk to you on Friday, man. I can't wait to give away a thousand bucks, and we're going to make somebody's Friday even better in the weekend. Elliot, thank you again for being a part of our show. Thanks, Ryan. All you have to do is go sign up, bet you, and you're automatically entered to win a thousand dollars. You can sign up, bet you, and he's going to give away ten just random people uh, that sign up. 50 bucks. So uh, we're taking away from Kirby's slush fund. Anytime we can take away from Georgia and give to Alabama, that's a win-win combination. All right, let's take phone calls. 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. We're done with guests for today. We're taking phone calls the rest of the way home. I want to come back and talk about A-Day. It's going to be a special day here in Tuscaloosa. Or will it? We'll ask you next. We'll take your phone calls. 205-342-9904. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Tuscaloosa Police Department and the Tuscaloosa Violent Crimes Unit were on the scene at an apartment shooting on Old Greensboro Road, leaving one person dead. It marks the third deadly shooting in Tuscaloosa County this month. The robbery of a Brookwood pharmacy drew a large police presence Monday afternoon, although the suspect had already left the scene when they arrived. Tuscaloosa City Schools, along with Town Square Media Tuscaloosa, and Child Abuse Prevention Services of Tuscaloosa highlight a student of the month from each of the 21 schools in the district. This month, 8th grader at West Lawn Middle School, Adriana, received the Inspiring Excellence Award. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa Traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. A very good Tuesday afternoon to you. We got a Lulu on McFarland Boulevard westbound at Campus Drive. That is a crash in the median, and it's also blocking the left lane until traffic is slow. Go ahead and make your way on over to the right to get by. And a stall on Lurleen See if it makes sense for your business. Go to townsquarelocal.com for a free demo of the Townsquare Business Management Platform. Visit townsquarelocal.com. That's townsquarelocal.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today, 63. For tonight, becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and cooler, the high 52. And Thursday, a good supply of sunshine, the high Thursday at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Winter Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Top Water. We'll spend some time talking about that. We've uh, reacted to it. And it involves the NIL side of things when you look at, uh, hey, wow, look at uh, Andrew Jones uh, tweeting out a photo of Nick Saban. I just retweeted that. Follow me at Ryan C. Fowler. We love to retweet these. But Nick Saban looks like he's enjoying his best life retirement. Uh, Andrew Jones, wow. Uh, taking a photo down at uh, the Reggie Jackson uh, Classic. But when you back up and you really think about Tennessee, uh, Pete Thamel says sources Tennessee faces multiple level one and level two violations. The chancellors fall back. But it's, I don't know if this is the wise move. I mean, regardless if the NCAA's got power, they don't have power. But all these, this current investigation is for violations related to name, image, and likeness. That's according to Pete Thamel. Pat Forty also broke the story. And Tennessee's fresh off that NCAA ruling, which it was charged with 18 level one violations and find a record in the history of NCAA. See, Auburn, I mean, they're competing with you guys. $8 million fine. And now you, you do it again? I don't know. This repeat offender clause uh, may be real when you look at the volunteers. We're uh, covering that. Let's go back to Jumbo. Jumbo... Uh, sorry about that. I thought I could get in our conversation for the top of the hour, and then you and I get to talking, and 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 I didn't even ask you the main question. But uh, Jumbo, I got oh, two okay, things. Man. We're good. What are you going to miss the most about Coach Nick Saban? Ooh, wow. I think what I'll miss the most is probably when he first started out. We all know how aggressive he was on the sidelines, but he was passion. It was a aggressive passion. I guess I could say that. Um, the fire he had, uh, the way he motivated his players, his staff, uh, the way he got the whole county and the whole state and the whole Alabama nation to uh, get behind his football team. And I don't think she ever once lost the um, – entrance of the fans. He always had our attention with what he said because, you know, the guy's like E.F. Hutton. When he talks, everybody shuts up and listens. Um, I think I'm going to start watching him proud the sidelines. Okay. So, I mean, Jumbo, you, you think about it. I mean, we're almost – I mean, think about how privileged we were to follow this dynasty. I mean, for those who are Alabama fans, but we live right here. We're able to monitor this. We're able to see it. It's It was a special time in Tuscaloosa. Well, yeah, just like the Bryan era. Um, I was born in 63. Um, I, I had the honor of meeting Coach Bryant and Coach Stallings, and I really did want to meet Coach Saban. It wasn't about getting an autograph. It wasn't about getting a picture and all that. Just to shake the man's hand and say that I met him uh, is it, truly an honor for me. Um I mean, yeah, hey, Jumbo, you gave him a hat. Yeah, I gave him the Top Gun hat because he was our Top Gun. And you know, I told he, you, I told you what Miss Linda told me about the uh, the hat. Yes, sir, I did. Because I remember. you know, Nick Saban worked at the Naval Academy, and uh, right. you know, he's given a lot of items. He took that one home. So, Jumbo, that that must have hit him in a special way because Miss Linda, she literally sent me a message and said, uh, Nick Saban took that one home. That wasn't one of those that he just added to the collection. He said, no, no, uh, that one's going home. So uh, that has to make you feel pretty special. Yeah, it, it does because of my career. 
And the fact that I, I did not realize, and I promise you I'm not lying when I tell you this, I didn't realize he coached at Navy. Um, but what I found out, I think, was after I gave him that ad or right before, and, of course, it was over here at Baumhauer's. And, um, you know, when he first got here, I was there at the airport, and I came down to the um, – athletic facility and probably about 25 feet away from him. That's the closest I got to him. Over there at Baumhauer's, I wasn't 15 feet away from him. He couldn't shake his hand. And that's what I wanted to do. I didn't... He gave me some really nice stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I've, I've got it displayed. Hold on, hold on. Uh, he, he gave you something? Oh, yeah. He gave me about $400 worth of stuff. No! Yes, sir. I mean, it came by UPS in two packages. and And I didn't... I didn't ask for it, and I promise y'all, I did not. I really and truly just wanted to meet Coach and shake his hand. Um, so hold on, hold and, on, hold on, Jabba. I didn't realize that he he sent you a ton of stuff. Like, oh, what, yeah. what, did, what did he send? What did he send? Oh, wow. I got some glasses, uh, some, uh, like, ping pong balls with Alabama on them with the A. Um, I got a bunch of stickers. Um, I got a, a awesome... Um, book that had to be valued at 125 to 150 dollars easy um I've, I've got it on display i'd have to go home and actually tell you what it is um did he sign it uh no he didn't and and i didn't care about that ryan the signature is nothing i've got a signed autograph of him on my wall in the picture but i got it from somewhere else i think i got it from Tuscaloosa uh chevrolet a long time ago um and it, it it wasn't about him signing anything. It was really, honestly, truly about shaking the man's hand and, and meeting him. I met Ric Flair, and it wasn't. I, I didn't. I got a picture with him, which was fine, but I didn't get an autograph. I shook the man's hand. We talked for just a couple of minutes, and uh, I got the picture on my wall to prove that uh, I'd done that. And to me, that's what it's about, mate. Jalen Milrose. I got an autograph from him. But just to have my picture with him and shake the man's hand and for him to take the few minutes that he did to talk to me was, was awesome. Miss Terry did it out in um, Cottondale. I met her out there one day when I worked uh, for Century uh, Trucking out there. And, and that lady took five minutes out of her time to talk to somebody like me. And that uh, that uh, that leaves uh, uh, an impression on my mind, you know. I mean, what an awesome woman. And, and she took five minutes out of her time. Um, hey, Dale. Um, Pat Summit at Tennessee. I met her in Norfolk, Virginia when they played Old Dominion. She took three minutes out of her time and sat there and talked to me. And we talked a little bit about Alabama and Tennessee and the robbery. And what an honor it was to meet them. Um, coach is going to be missed. I'm telling you. We're going to miss this guy. But, you know, we got a new coach. Um, is he the same status as Coach Saban? We can't say that until after about five or six years down the line. Uh, to see what happens. But can he be as good as coaches, Nick Saban? Of course. Can he replace it, Nick Saban? No, but he can set his own legacy and uh, make his own imprint in Alabama football, Will, if you will. Just like um, Bonds has made his imprint in Alabama football because of the Auburn game when he caught the 31-yard touchdown pass. So um, coach will be missed. He'll be missed dearly, but I still think he's going to be a big part of Alabama football, and we are truly lucky and blessed to, to be able to have that. All right. And I know the favorite memory is getting all those items, but other than that, what's your favorite memory of Saban? I mean, I mean, I was going to ask you your favorite, but, I mean, that has to be it. What's your second favorite? 
getting off that plane at Tuscaloosa Airport. Wow. Little did we know that he would go on and win those national titles, six national six titles. Six national championships. And after the first one, this man, this, this is really what impressed me. After the first one, when he said, it's not over yet. It's only this getting started. It's only getting started, yeah. Jumbo. Only getting started. And look look what happened. Three, 16 years of 10-plus wins, six national championships, what, a 10 or 11 SEC titles? Um, golly, man, I mean. I mean, what? do you ever just stop and think about, I mean, what he was at? Because it's, it's almost like we're living in this time where we're caught up in the moment. But when you when you back up and you really get to thinking about what he was able to accomplish here in Tuscaloosa, the national titles, the way that this program was able to build back so quick, you know, we almost right. owe him. And, and I don't know what it is to change. Uh, that's going to be tomorrow's discussion. How can we honor him? How can we honor the greatest football coach to ever walk the sidelines? How can we say, you know what? Thanks, Coach, for turning this university around. How can we do I don't it? think we... I don't think we can ever thank him enough, but you know I mean, why? But, but what makes the should, man? I mean, how should we? I mean, what what's oh, fitting? Name, I, I'm saying name the field or the stadium. After. Yeah, but you know, Kirk McDare pointed something out to me last week, and I, I, I'll never forget it. He said, uh, "You know, yeah. I don't know if the field is significant enough for Coach Saban." Well, name it Denny Field and put his name on the stadium. So he said. He said, "Take Denny off and put it Bryant yep. Saban Stadium." Right, and then Denny Field. I'm I'm all for that. But but you know, Ryan, uh, here's something else that we have to look at. We have to look at the man, not the coach, not the the athletic person. You know, we have to look at the man. Look what he did for organizations in this state, and look what he did for the kids, and look what he done for his players. He took young boys from high school turned them into superior athletes and great young men. And look what they're doing now with their lives and in the NFL and all that. You, you, that's one thing you can't replace. But the national championships are fantastic. I love them. I told everybody, you know, I walked around, um, with my cell phone whenever I was out of state, you know, it was, it was great talking to him and all the bragging rights, but to thank this man, <clears throat> You'd have to put his name on the stadium. I don't know what else to do, um, but to me, that would be the, the the biggest honor. And then you're going to have the two greatest coaches in college football, Bryant Saban uh, Stadium. I don't think it could get any better than that. Well, and you mentioned shaking his hand, that you would love to be able to shake his hand. What would you tell him? Cool. Well, God, you don't make me cry, aren't you? Um... I'd say thank you, Coach Saban, for coming to Tuscaloosa. Thanks for you. Thank you for putting the pride back into the the football program, into the fan base, and, and just thank you for what all you've done for the people in this state and this wow. university as a whole. And and um, you know, it, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't call him Nick, even though I have on the radio. It'd be yes sir, no sir, sure, because sure. he. He has earned it, and he deserves it. I don't know if I could have said it any better. I, I love the guy. I love Miss Terry. But what they've done for this 
this state, Brian, and this university is just well. I mean, Jumbo, and and for those who are, because we got a lot of new Alabama fans. Okay, you've been around for a number of years. Most of our callers oh, yeah. have been around for a number of years. But you know, in a lot of ways, Jumbo, he saved this university. Yes, he did. And and that sounds so elementary to so many people. Oh, come on. I mean, you guys, I mean, they would have hired. No, I mean, I look at my alma mater, the team that I root up, you know, grew up rooting for, he saved this place. Yep. I mean, Jumbo, we, we couldn't afford to go down one more bad hire. One more bad nope. hire. And not only did he turn it around, he went out and all these people that tried to destroy us, he went out and kicked their absolute butt. Yeah, but you know the big thing is, is he did it right. He did it the right way, and he didn't cheat. And if anybody ever came up to me and said that he cheated, I would deck them. I would knock them the out because the man did it right, and he can't. Nobody dispute that. Nobody can, and and that's for Alabama fans. I know there's a lot of people that like to take jabs at Alabama fans, but at the end of the day. Uh, the only reason you take jabs is because you can't be uh, what the University of Alabama has been able to accomplish. Uh, Jumbo, well, great let me, say this, let, me, let me say this going into the future. I'm going to take these words from Coach Saban. It ain't over yet. No, a great point. Well, fine. Are you, well, fine. Are, you going, are you going to A-Day? I mean, because we now have a date. Oh, you... oh yeah. When, when is it? April the 13th, April 13th. we got more about it at Tide109.com. we got practice starting in 34 days. Practice starting under the oh, yeah, on the board I'll here. Go. Thanks, man. I'll go. I'll, i got Saturday off, so I'll be there. Thanks. But, uh, y'all, listen, we, we are in a beautiful situation. We can't have it any better right now because we lost the greatest coach. But you know what? we got one that is stepping into his shoes, and I guarantee you the man's going to work his butt off to uh, make sure that he keeps the process, if you will, going. Roll Tide, y'all. Don't lose the faith. Thank you, Jumbo. Wow, what a great phone call. Appreciate the energy. Appreciate the passion. We'll take Bryce on the other side, Robert and Brookwood. We'll take more of your calls. Some of those questions that we were talking about, we'll ask you if you want to jump in. Uh, 205-342-9904. The entire week dedicated to honoring Coach Nick Saban right here on the game. Act virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Rumsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-00. To 511-511. Text MUSCLE to 511-511 today. All individuals are unique. Your results can and will vary. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Text may apply. Don Wallace CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payroll, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wattis CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wattis CPA, the official accountant of the game. 
Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Will somebody answer that damn phone? That's 205-342-9904. away from Alabama, Western Kentucky, 34 days away from Alabama's first practice and 74 days away from A-Day. Brought to you by Alabama Credit Union, reminding us to remind you we are literally 214 days away from game number one under Kalen DeBoer. I also want to remind you about Blue Spring Living Water, Blue Spring Living Water, NUMA, which is uh, the newest oxygenated water. Now, the Blue Spring Living Water has always been quality when you think about uh, what they've been able to serve. Uh, I was first introduced uh, over at Mark's Mark and uh, tried it and found out, hey, this is an Alabama-made quality product. And then you meet uh, the two individuals, the brains behind Blue Spring Living Water, and you find out that they're Alabama fans and they're Alabama alums, and you support them. Blue Spring Living Water, we appreciate them. Uh, they were part of our coverage and a great part of our show. Blue Spring Living Water, uh, they have your water delivered to you. Uh, they are via waterway. And uh, I know our home, we drink a lot more water simply because it's convenient. Uh, Blue Spring Living Water, bluespringlivingwater.com. Let's continue. Let's go to Bryce. Bryce, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, good to talk to you, Ryan. Hey, thank you for How's calling you in. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And so, hey, I just want to call. One of my favorite uh, memories that I'll miss about saving the most is you don't you don't see it from other coaches, and you hadn't seen it in a couple of years on the sidelines, but I will always remember seeing Saban go absolutely postal on Lane Kiffin on the sidelines and, and any of his coordinators. When, when they were acting a fool with some of the play calling and stuff. Well, good, great point. Uh, and those are not, uh, discussions. Those are butt chewings, as Nick Saban described in that press conference. You know the difference. And, uh, wow. I mean, yeah. I, I'll probably uh, remember those, uh, for, you know, I mean, those are moments. Uh, and trust me, sometimes when you're down on the sidelines, because I was about five to ten feet away from Nick Saban when the jet sweep happened on that particular moment when Lane Kiffin ran the the jet fly sweep, whatever you want to call it, at different mm-hmm. regions, uh, and we fumbled the football. Uh-huh. Nick Saban was whoo glory. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, I'll miss those, Ryan. <laughs> Me too. In in this day and age, in this day and age with analytics just taken taking control and like Dan Campbell for instance uh, with the Lions game I would have loved to have seen what Saban would have done to our offensive coordinator if he would have been going for it on fourth down with all the momentum and everything I mean you never go full analytics you know what I mean great point great point Um, Bryce what do you think about this NCAA mess you really think they're still in business because I mean like in in part of me is going okay they're going to hit Tennessee but at the end of the day do they even no. have any teeth left? No, to me, it's all window dressing. It's all um, to to give the uh, the impression out to everyone that I they're agree. still doing things. But I, I completely, I, I don't understand where we are in, in terms of what's going on with all this. Because I mean, it, it's like people are saying you got you got guys transferring from Alabama to Texas showing up in Lamborghinis to sign their NIL deals. I mean. 
and yet we're going out and the NCAA is bringing up NIL recruiting. I mean, I would like to know what one of the rules is that you can't do. Because it seems to me there aren't any rules. Well, it's just a complete madness. It's a free-for-all. Um, you know, we do a free-for-all Friday every Friday here on the show presented by Brian Hard Construction. I always open it up and I always say, let me, let me, let me explain the rules. There are no rules. Uh, I mean, we, we literally have fun and it's, that's the way that this yeah. NIL is happening. There are no rules. Right. Right. And, and everyone, and now you, and the other thing, Ryan, is all we heard before any of this took to effect was, oh, you, it's unfair for the players. The players are getting hosed on everything. They're not, they're not, they don't have any of the freedoms that coaches have nowadays. I mean, we have gone so far in the other direction. It's like Saban said, Coach Saban would say, where is the commitment from the other side? There is none. That's a good point. And and really, I'm not trying to downplay Coach Saban. But Coach Pete Jenkins talked about some of the things that he thinks that he's going to work on in his retirement. Bryce, I don't know if the most powerful person in college football can really make a dent in this. It's a mess. It's chaos. I talked to enough coaches right. behind the scenes. Whatever we think it is, magnify it. Double it. Mm-hmm. I I struggle, Ryan, because I my dream job would be to be on that coaching staff and doing these sort of things. But how much time is actually spent talking ball or looking at a recruit and saying, you'd, you'd fit great in this system. Here's some of the Here's some of the adjustments and tweaks we're going to make, and here's how we're going to use you. That's the stuff that people want and get into football for. Now, how much of it is just, well, how much am I getting paid by NIL, and, and how much are you going to pay me for my Instagram post? I mean, I would want to take the cell phone and fling it out the window. Great point. I mean, I'm, I'm... – just Yeah, I, I don't know why, how anybody would want to get into it now with all this uh, – it's just a shame. Well, and, and, and it's going to drive coaches away. You know, as much as we'd it's love happening. to poke fun at Jim Harbaugh, you see him going to the NFL. You see Nick Saban I going have, in retirement. I mean, those should be alarm clocks for the rest of us. And I'm right. not comparing Jim Harbaugh to Nick Saban. It's not what I'm saying. But no, when you no, see quality go. coaches that are leaving, regardless of the integrity side of college athletics, uh and say and say what say what you will about Dabo Sweeney, but Dabo knew what he was doing. He, he's a good football coach. Look at how the NIL is just. He, I think he's caught looking in the mirror every day, wondering what he thinks, and and you know what I mean. It's just it's 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 a totally new game. It's just I don't know if you're going to be able to adjust. And the problem is, is as you're adjusting to the new way college football is, they're constantly changing it underneath you. They are. They are. Bryce, will you be there April the 13th for the Kalen Abor era to get underway inside Bryant-Saban Stadium? Yes. Yeah, I, I heard the date for the first time today, so I'm looking at uh, possible flights over there uh, for the game, but I'd love to be there. I think it's historic. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting the DeBoer era going, and uh, I really I really think it's going to be a, uh, a launching pad sort of uh, off season. I think we're going to have a lot of momentum going into the uh, – early part of the fall thank you man with his coaching staff thank you bryce
Thank you. Sorry, I think we lost you there. But, yeah, roll uh, tide. Yeah, roll tide. Right back to you. Bryce out in San Antonio. Appreciate you. We're going to come back. We'll take Robert and Brookwood coming up in a couple of minutes. I do remind you about Freddy's. If you're looking for a great uh, burger, if you're looking for some of those great fries or some of those great shakes or some of that great ice cream, you'll find there Freddy's on 15th Street. Freddy's. Greatly appreciate those guys. And, and find Freddy's wherever you may be or also on the Freddy's app. You'll find it there. Robert and Brookwood, we're going to get you coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We are in the red zone on McFarland Boulevard, westbound at Campus Drive. This is a, a left lane wreck, and it's also blocking the median, so it's got traffic massive right now. You're only getting by in that right lane. And that stalled vehicle still reportedly on Lurleen Wallace. Townsend Nissan Super Sale is underway right now with instant savings from two to $10,000 on most in stock units. No reasonable offer refused. Shop Townsend Nissan today. What if you could win $1,000? Yeah! It's always about the money. And it only took you a minute to do it. It's happening on Fridays with the only legal betting app in Alabama. Yeah! Bet you to have a shot at the money. Go to the iPhone app store and download the Bet You app. That's Bet and the letter U. Open your account and you're officially in the running to win $1,000 this Friday. Let's win. Make sure you download the Bet You app in the app store and open your account to be in to win it this Friday. Thanks so much, guys. Winners will be contacted on Muscle to 511-511. Text Muscle to 511-511 today. All individuals are unique. Your results can and will vary. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Text these may apply. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. We're on Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. with the Gary Harris Show. We're going to talk some hoops with Bart Heights. Break it down for the SEC as Alabama gets ready to go on the road against Georgia. Also, we'll continue to talk Senior Bowl and Kalen DeBoer and Alabama football. Plus your phone calls on the Gary Harris Show Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today, 63. For tonight, becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and cooler, the high 52. And Thursday, a good supply of sunshine, the high Thursday at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Fifteen thirty, McFarland Boulevard, and uh, the guys out of North Star, they uh, they bought my lunch today. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm always trying to thank them, and and heck, they ended up thanking me. So, pepper jelly burger on the menu. I didn't even look at the other burgers. Smokehouse burger, man, that thing looks really outstanding. Patty melts always a plus, and the bacon cheddar ranch dots. We did sample those, and then we also um, I got to go back and see exactly what Brett Garner called that, but it was. Uh, a cinnamon, cinnamon bread pudding. 
know what? I cheated a little bit. I cheated a lot. I mean, they twisted my arm when, yeah. I mean, when they when they went through the different uh, menus, the great wait staff. Uh, yeah, it was. It was yummy, Coach. It was. But Southern Owl House, fifteen thirty McFarland Boulevard. Um, they went with a cinnamon roll bread pudding and limited time dessert. Fifteen thirty McFarland Boulevard. Fifteen thirty McFarland Boulevard, Southern Owl House. Uh, if you're looking for the pepper jelly burger, you can find it right there. Also. Uh, tomorrow, you got the fried shrimp plate, which is the sweet chili fried shrimp uh, plate, Baja fish tacos, fried pork loin, uh, vegetable today, fried okra. They take the southern cuisine, eat southern, be southern, all the great vittles, Monday through Saturday, lunch and dinner spots at Southern Owl House. Go see Justin, Cal, Brad, Brett, and the amazing staff at Southern Owl House. Let's go to Robert in Brookwood. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Can I ask you a question? Did they really twist my arm? It didn't take much. Did you, uh... Yeah? Robert? <laughs> yeah, the what? I mean, you, you said, did you, and then that was... <laughs> I thought we were cell phone had faded out. I thought you were either you're playing a trick on uh, me you or ain't pulling, you, ain't, you ain't pulling Tony on the pick last week. You kept blocking him out. Say it one more time. I said, you're not pulling like you did Tony last week when he picked – who you picked for Tennessee? Or I forgot what the game it was. We was playing Auburn. Yeah, it was Auburn. Yeah, that like this. that like it was some kind of fading out on the phone. You don't oh, have to ask yeah. the question. I was just kidding. You're just no. always talking about all these delicious desserts. And and then I said, man, right. I, okay. I used to keep the weight off. Well, I mean, I'm actually losing – Wait, uh, it doesn't. I mean, just because I order it doesn't mean I eat every single bite. I mean, I've probably got three quarters of that pepper jelly burger in my car. So, yeah, but you eat later, then, right? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Portion control. I mean, there's nothing. There you wrong. go. There you go. That's why I think that I lost twenty pounds in twenty twenty three because of portion control. You don't have to go on these diets. You don't go back for seconds. And, and cut out sodas and a lot of sweets. Now, I, I'm, I've always been a sweet man. Every lunch, I could just about drink a Pepsi and eat a whole pack of white donuts. I cut that out. I mean, I still have my little sweet cravings. I'll eat a little a couple of Hershey Kisses, you know, things like that. Yeah, it's just all about portions. And, and you try I, to walk 20 minutes a day, and that, and that really helps you lose weight. And I only ate uh, probably three bites. I think Tim ate the uh, the largest portion of that, but we ordered dessert for the table. And, uh, man, that thing was outstanding. So, But I only had like three bites of it. I mean, that it was that's fine. It was solid. I mean, but, but, I mean, Robert, that's part of my job. I got to sample all this good, you know, cuisine. Right. I mean, it, it's just, hey, try this, try this, try this, try this. I mean. You ever watch him, guys? Some, yeah. The cook, cooking channel, you know, he samples all these food, but he never gains weight because it's just all about portions. And that's the key. You know, it, it is about portions. So, I mean, you gave a good answer. Good job. Robert, uh, you got a favorite memory of Nick Saban? When he got off the plane. You and John. And even, that, even even when he retired two weeks ago, they were certain, every time the season started, this is no joke, I'd always think, I still can't believe we got him. Even though he hadn't been here 10, 12, 15, 16 years, I always, every year I'd always say, I still can't believe we got this man. Because I've said it before and you said it. You actually want to start it. We were one bad hire away from being a mediocre Mississippi State all the time. 
And we, I don't know if we'd ever recovered, Ryan. I know it's an Alabama tradition. Oh, Alabama. I just don't think we would have covered if we'd have made another bad hire. I agree. One more bad hire, one more Rich Rodriguez, one more, you know, Dennis Franchoni, one more Mike Shula, and this thing may have not been able to be recovered. Well, you know, now let, let me say something about Franchoni. We kind of hit him hard, but he went 7-5 and five his first year. He started off 3-5. and five. He won three in a row. He did an upset at Auburn. Six and five. I think we was five and five. He beat Auburn in that mud bath. I remember going to that game. Six and five. We made the bowl game. Next year he went ten and three. Had a very good team. Probably shouldn't have lost three losses. And I think we're on upswing. He just got out of here because he could. He didn't want to handle the NCA. I never really understood why he left. Do you? Do we really know the truth? I don't think he enjoyed the spotlight. I think TCU. You could hide in the crowd. You had the Cowboys. You had Texas. You had a lot of things that was distraction. Um, I think he thought that we had lied to him about the NCA uh, trouble that we were going to get in. Um, I think he thought that he was not, you know, being upfront and honest. But I think also the spotlight got to him. Well, and, he would have thought about that when he took the Alabama job. He was going to be in the spotlight. Yeah, I heard he went to a grocery store, Robert. I don't know how truthful this is. I shouldn't probably be talking about it, but he went to a grocery store and in a in a small country town outside of Tuscaloosa. And someone come on the speakerphone and said, hey, I want to take a couple of minutes to welcome in the head football coach at the University of Alabama, Coach Dennis Franchoni on all three. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> we know how that went, huh? Yeah, and he was not a guy that enjoyed the spotlight. But, I mean, and even in Nick Saban's system, Coach Fran got a lot done in practice, man. It was fun to go to his practice. There was no walking. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't think he was a bad man. I didn't like it that he left. I mean, I think he, I think we were in an upswing with him. I mean, you go seven and five, you go ten and three. I mean, that's a pretty good team. Sure. Um, I, who knows how? I'm not saying he won a national championship, but he. I, you know, he run a, he run a, it wasn't a bad offense. It was kind of like a, you know, Tyler Watts was running a lot. It was kind of like that formation, and then they would run the, I can't remember how you call it, but anyway, it was pretty interesting offense there. Well, that year. option pass that, you know. With option them, pass. Yeah, that they would run and. and uh, well, let me say this about him. You can say what he want. He toured Nick Saban a new hole in Baton Rouge, 30 to nothing. You remember that game? I do, yeah. There we go. That was the game must camp and, and Saban was just going ballistic on the sideline and that was a pretty good LSU team. That was already his third year there, so Great phone call, Robert. I'm at the top of the hour, man. Thank you. Hey, brother, as always. Have a good one. God bless. Thank you. Robert and Brookwood will roll on. We're going to take more phone calls. Chuck in Georgia, Roy out in Kansas. We have two lines available, 205-342-9904. You listen to the game. I'm Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9-1230. WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBT Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. 
Here's Dan Byer. A big surprise today at NFL coaching circles as Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson told both the commanders and Seahawks that he's not interested in their head coaching vacancies and he will return to Detroit next season. The commanders still were scheduled to meet with Lions defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn about their head coaching vacancy. The Seahawks were speaking with Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald today. Former Chargers head coach Brandon Staley talking with the Rams to be their defensive coordinator, a post that he served in the 2020 season prior to taking the head coaching job with the Chargers. The Steelers named Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator as the former Falcons head coach finds work. And Cowboys owner Jerry Jones told DallasCowboys.com that the team will be, quote, all in, end quote, in 2024. The Lakers won't have Anthony Davis tonight against the Hawks, while LeBron James is questionable. The Sixers without Tyrese Maxey tonight against Golden State. Joel Embiid is questionable for that game. What if you could win $1,000? It's always about the money. And it only took you a minute to do it. It's happening on Fridays with the only legal betting app in Alabama. Bet you to have a shot at the money. Go to the iPhone app store and download the Bet You app. That's Bet and the letter U. Open your account and you're officially in the running to win $1,000 this Friday. Let's win. Make sure you download the Bet You app in the app store and open your account to be in to win it this Friday. Thanks so much, guys. Winners will be contacted. As they talk Tide basketball, don't miss the Crimson Tide basketball pregame show brought to you by Pritchett Moore Insurance. Tuscaloosa's best choice for business and personal insurance for 90 years. Southern House 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. championships 30 sec titles 147 first team all americans 77 postseason appearances 45 postseason victories four heisman winners the ncaa all-time scoring leader 43 10 win seasons nobody has more we're talking a little alabama crimson tide football and we're talking about it right here on the game we're doing a tribute this week and we're featuring coaches who have worked with Nick Saban, who coached against him. And today we had 
Butch Jones on a couple of hours ago. Jim McElwain, Central Michigan head coach. We had him on a couple of uh, hours ago. Uh, we started about 2.35 with him. We had Mike Dettelier. We had Elliot Bond. How you can win $1,000 if you missed any of that, Tide109.com. But you go sign up for the Bet You app, and you'll be automatically entered in uh, to bet you $1,000 that you can find right there, Bet You, uh, the letter U. I appreciate Elliot Bond. So we're free the rest of the way. We'll take phone calls. We've been covering a lot about this NCAA scandal involving another letter of inquiry around Tennessee, letter of allegations. And, and there's so many different formalities when you look at the NCAA. But uh, trying to learn exactly what Tennessee did wrong. I know Trey Wallace just reported a couple of minutes ago. He said, now you've got Florida a couple of weeks ago. You had Florida State a couple of weeks ago. Matter of fact, I believe it was right then when we were looking at Mike Norvell. We never looked at Mike Norvell. People were reporting that we looked at Mike Norvell. Uh, at the end of the day, I don't even think he was on the list, but uh, all that broke like on a Wednesday or Thursday evening when Nick Saban retired. So when you back up a couple of minutes and you look at this, you got Florida State, you got Florida, and now Tennessee. Who's next? Who's next on the NCAA's watch list? Hugh Hefner Freeze? Kelly at LSU, Texas A&M. Oh, I mean, these are question marks. I'm not saying that they will, but Trey Wallace says, according to multiple sources, Florida State, Tennessee, Florida, just the beginning of the NCAA investigation, uh, presenting allegations to schools. This is about to ramp up in further time. Okay. Trey Wallace, pretty solid reporter, outkick. He's broken some stories, got some good sources. He says, who's next? Hmm. We may be thankful that this uh, cash has not been thrown out of here like it has been other places. How about Ohio State? You still have, any, regardless of what your state is legal or illegal, you still have to abide by the NCAA rules. Well, my state gives me this power. Okay, we're fixing to find out. Because it's a, it's a pee-in match when you look at Charlie Baker, the NCAA president, and the chancellor up at Tennessee. And I think we're going to learn other things about Tennessee. I've been told from behind the scenes that there's some more coming. There's more coming. I'm pulling for the hammer to drop. It's not going to happen, but I'm pulling for it. I can root. Georgia, Chuck, Atlanta. Good afternoon, Chuck. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. I mean, anytime we can mess with Tennessee a little bit, that's a good thing. Fair? Well, um, I guess they... I guess NCAA still got a little bit of teeth. They gave uh, Pruitt what they gave him, and you know they just gave FSU a little bit of something. But so I guess I mean if they can tell Pruitt he can't coach again for ten years, <laughs> they got a little bit of power. Um, I don't oh, know and, how all that. And Chuck, the the issue with Tennessee is a little bit different. Is it's they were in currently investigation. They were trying to settle on one case of you know infractions, and now here we go back. Yeah. I mean, an $8 like million dollar fine? That's significant. Maybe they'll, um, I don't know, maybe this will, maybe they're using all this to kind of get a little bit of their power back. Well, they need to be of, able to send a message that we're still in business. Yeah, yeah. Who do they send that, it to? Tennessee? Well, they're a big business. And, and, um, oh, they have to get control somehow. If not, it just turns into a, a complete mess. 
No, yeah, it's just it, it, yeah, it already is a mess, but you love it so much, you just you you try to look past the mess and keep enjoying it. <laughs> but but Chuck, I mean, I'm sitting here reading this Chancellor uh, Plowman. Uh, I believe her name is Diane Plowman, but uh, the Chancellor at UT. She literally says the NCA is failing in her response. I don't know if I would walk into a courtroom and look at the judge and say, you suck, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, isn't that, uh, if I remember co- correctly, back when Alabama got so much trouble, wasn't part of it because they kind of looked back at NCAA and snubbed their nose at them a little bit? Well, i got to be honest. Uh, we actually we had people inside of our building that threw Alabama under the bus. Yeah. I mean, we, we even promoted – one of the ladies who threw Alabama under the bus, so she, she, I guess she still works somewhere over there, uh, unless you know she's no longer there. But I know as of just a few months ago, she was still there, and she yeah. she did nothing to protect Alabama. She did more harm than good because really all the NCA does when they come to your door, scare tactics, scare tactics. They try to scare you into giving information. A lot of IRS, and that's the NCA. Because it's a kangaroo court. I mean, they really don't have true subpoena power. They only yeah, have yeah. what you can, you're willing to give them. I mean, if there's one thing that Auburn has been able to master over the last, uh, you know, 40, 50 years, they look at the NCA and says, prove it. I mean, Auburn should write the book on how to defend themselves in front of the NCA. Well, I thought all this, uh, you know, the wild, wild west would hurt Auburn because, you know, they had to. Uh, do what they did to be successful, and now they don't get an edge because everybody else is doing what they did. So uh, I was kind of hoping that would, of course, of course they they hadn't shown us nothing, and you know they can't right now can't beat us in nothing. <laughs> but, uh, I was gonna call you today uh, on a little selfish reason, man. I'm, I'm bringing my 17 uh, year old twins over on February 20th for their college visit. They'll be seniors next year. Oh, cool. Just trying to get a little, you know, the, the times we come over there is on Saturday game days. so busy and crazy, and we don't really get to see much of anything or do much of anything. I was just going to see if you had any tips for me about, you know, a couple, you know, I know about bomb hours and places like that, but a couple local restaurants. Well, maybe I, that I love a lot yeah. of our great sponsors. I mean, you know, right there on campus, Nukes is great, which is on the fringe of campus for a great lunch. But, you know, the great thing about going to Southern Owl House, Chuck, you got to look around, but I promise you, if if you know what you're looking for, it's kind of the who's who in Tuscaloosa. So, you know, if you go into Southern Owl House, especially around that busy lunch hour, look around. You're going to see some folks that are affiliated with a lot of different uh, capacities in Tuscaloosa. I, mean, I was just there yesterday, and I saw several people uh, involved with the athletic department. I mean, it, it's it's nothing uncommon to go in and, and see a, you know, a, an administrator or someone, you know, the support staff. Or uh, today, I saw a few members of the University of Alabama uh, staff that was there. And um, yeah, I've heard you talk about that place a lot. I actually looked it up on fifteen thirty McFarland Boulevard. If you love Southern cuisine, good, so good looking food too, man. And uh, so as far as uh, and so you're you're coming over to a tour on the twentieth. Yeah, and we're, we're going. We, we timed it so we could catch the Florida, you know, the Florida game that night. It's um, 
they, they, we play Florida that Wednesday. It's either the 20th or, uh, yeah, I think it's, we're coming the 19th or 20th. I think they play Florida on the 20th. I got you. Well, I've got a, I got a real good friend of mine that's actually responsible, uh, as, uh, one of the universities, uh, that's his primary responsibility is recruiting, campus tours, all of that. That's, it's under his umbrella. So, uh, I'll make sure you're in good hands if you can, uh, yeah. Um, Chuck, are you, are you and I on Facebook? Uh, yeah. Are but you? It's, uh, I, I don't I don't have uh, Facebook, but I uh, snoop on my wife. Okay. So well, we, how about on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? Yeah. Well, that or if you want to give Brody your information off the air, I can make sure you're taken care of. Okay, I appreciate that, man. And uh, you know, I'm gonna have two coming. We're hoping there's gonna be. Uh, uh, an, an enough scholarships to help it not break me, but um, well, I don't know if I can do anything about that. But, but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's uh, all just conversation. Yeah, I, yeah. and I, and listen, I'm I take a lot of pride in the University of Alabama. I think this is a beautiful place. It's special. Um, you know, there's a lot of colleges out there that you can go to. I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, and and you know, here's the thing: my kids are 17 years old, and they were man, man, our family. I think I've told you this before. You know, that, that's our family hobby, man, is Saturdays and just not Saturdays, just follow the, through the years of following Coach Saban. I mean, the, the times, the things that he has said and the video clips that I've showed my kids and my wife has showed our kids throughout raising them and the character and, and just, just everything. I mean, it's just, I mean, he's, you know, Alabama football and Coach Saban helped raise my family. <laughs> Well, this, a lot this, of what this place is special, people. and yeah. uh, you know, until you, you know, become an Alabama fan, or you know, before you enroll at the University of Alabama, and I don't separate, you know, fans saying, "Well, you have to be this big of a fan if you went here." I, I, I didn't really do it to me, but I mean, once you become kind of enshrined to this Alabama group, this Bama Nation, uh, this place is special, and it's kind of hard to describe it. I was talking with someone earlier today about it. That's an alum here that played football and. We were talking about how, you know, he said, what do you think about Kalen DeBoer? What do you think is going to be able to happen? I said, you know, look at all these coaches. Why are they successful? Chuck, it's important to us. It's in, it's important. Um, well, it's, it's so much deeper than football. And, and people who, you know, people don't understand that. They, they just want to run us in the ground. But it's so much deeper than, than football. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm, I want my two kids. You know, it's going to be tough. And like I said, I hope they do get a little bit of scholarship money. But, you know, me and my wife, we're going to do whatever it takes. To, it's tough having two go at the same time, but we're going to do whatever it takes. So they experience that. Yep. And that's what they're a part of. That's all they've ever known. <laughs> that they can't even – their brain can't well, – I talked to them about, well, where else you want to look? I don't want to look anywhere else, Dad. There's nowhere else I want to look. Good. Um, my best friend – uh, my best friend's an Ohio State fan as much as we are Alabama, and his son went to Alabama last year. He's in the honors program, and uh, oh my gosh, man, he is—you know—he was raised Ohio State like my kids were raised Alabama. And he has split, and his daddy told me the other day I was at my son's basketball game, and he said, you know, he "said earlier this year when we watched Ohio State Alabama basketball game, he said it's the first time I've ever had to cheer against my son." <laughs> His son is—he flipped over to Alabama full, you know, with everything he has. But 
But uh, yeah, we're gonna get over there and enjoy that. And I'll. Uh, hey Chuck, yeah, let me, we'll, I'm gonna put you back on hold. Let Brody, okay. which is Brody, is by the way, he's from Georgia too. So he'll uh, he'll take your information off the air, and uh, I'll stay in touch because. Uh, Maybe I could pass along your information over to uh, my friend. Matter of fact, he was actually listening when you uh, popped in there and said, hey, give him my contact information and, and uh, we'll stay in touch. And uh, Thanks, man. I'll put you back on hold. Give Brody your information off the air if that's okay. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck in Atlanta. We'll go to Roy in Kansas. We'll go to Jared in Houston, Texas. You guys coming up in just a couple of minutes. I do remind you about Nuke Cedary, 205 University Boulevard, 205-758-2455. Great sandwiches, California-style pizzas, salads, great place for lunch and dinner options, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield right there. Also, Med Center Urgent Care Family Medicine, no appointment necessary, MedCenterUrgentCare.com. The online check-in available, MedCenterUrgentCare.com. Tuscaloosa, Northport, North River, Fayette, Demopolis, Hoover, Alabama. MedCenter Urgent Care Family Medicine. We'll continue with more of the game. We'll take your phone calls. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Tuscaloosa Police Department and the Tuscaloosa Violent Crimes Unit were on the scene at an apartment shooting on Old Greensboro Road, leaving one person dead in March, the third deadly shooting in Tuscaloosa County this month. The robbery of a Brookwood pharmacy drew a large police presence Monday afternoon, although the suspect had already left the scene when they arrived. Tuscaloosa City Schools, along with Town Square Media Tuscaloosa and Child Abuse Prevention Center, Services of Tuscaloosa highlight a student of the month from each of the 21 schools in the district. This month, eighth grader at Westlawn Middle School, Adriana, received the Inspiring Excellence Award. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No fun out there right now. Starting with this crash on 2059 and the northeast direction just before University Boulevard. You do have a lane out from that crash and it backs you up to just shy of Buttermilk Road. And we do still have this incident on McFarland Boulevard on the northbound lanes just north of University. Bumble into a giant pile of shiny coin tax refunds. Oh, not fair. You use Tax Slayer. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. Tax Slayer. File fearlessly. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partly to mostly sunny this afternoon. The high today 60 for tonight, becoming mostly cloudy, the low at 36. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and cooler, the high 52. And Thursday, a good supply of sunshine, the high Thursday at 60. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
you right back into the game. We had Jim McElwain earlier. We also had Butch Jones earlier. If you missed any of that, Tide109.com, Tide109.com. Let's continue. Let's go 205-342-9904. Roy, Kansas. Roy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. It is, and thank you very much. I hope things are well for you. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I saw the picture of what happened at the restaurant. Somebody cocked their Glock and made you eat that dessert. You had no other choice. Nope, they did. I mean, they twisted my arm, and, I mean, they said, listen, you've got to have. And, you know, I'm the man for the job, the uh, cinnamon bread pudding. Oh, it was Sounds cool. great. Yeah. I've been listening closely, which is sort of my thing. Anyway, and the reverence that the people that you've talked to today, uh, when they talk about Mr. McElwain, especially uh, listening to his intonations, the way he pauses and reflects on what he's going to say about Saban and uh, the other coach, too, it, it all speaks to the character of the man. And I remember when I first saw when he came and the interview, how he presented himself, I knew then that it was going to be successful just based on his body language, his words he used and phrases that he used. It was very purpose and direct and, you know, saying that he was going to go, you know, in other words, if you were the janitor, you were a part of this process and you were going to help the team do better. You know, every place on there, around there, reflected upon the success of the school and the program. And, uh, you know, all your hosts, I mean, all your guests that speak about him, especially yesterday, the guy that spoke, I think you had him for about a half an hour, how he spoke about him. It was amazing. And the relationship, you know, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. And the thing that I saw in our coach now, I saw the same characteristics in his press conference. And I know that he's going to bring the same character. And you can't lose when you have the same character that that Coach Saban had. And I, I think you remember me saying that I think Saban's job would be like an ambassador for Alabama football as his job, but I think that he could, with a few other coaches, I think what they, we need to do is is that we need to talk with the other, with the Big Ten, and we need to get out of the NCAA because it's ruined. And uh, it, they make statements cross to each other. One person will have done 10 years of violation and they get a slap on the wrist. Somebody does one thing for one year and he gets, you know, you know, choked to death almost for that violation. There's no consistency. And I think the only way we can fix it is by having somebody of character on top and working it and that we get out of the NCAA. And we're at the point now that we can do it financially and power-wise between the Big Ten and, and, and the SEC. We can do this coup, and and we could do it legally because we could just show the ignorance that the NCAA has handled everything from the COVID on down, 
in the recent, let alone things that they've even done in the past. But that's what I think would be great for Saban to do is that's how he can fix it is by getting a new program put together between the big powers, which is basically the big 10 and us and lay it out. And then everybody has to, you know, sign and agree just like the NCAA rulings. And if you violate it, you get smacked the first time, you know, no pussy foot around. We need to, everybody needs to know that if you, you know, the speed limit but, is. But let 70. me ask you this though, Roy, sure. are there enough people out there? that is willing to go, let's fix college football. It takes a lot of integrity to implement what you're talking about. Sometimes I question if if we truly have that in the leadership areas. Do you remember when when Reagan came in, um, the thing that made him different was <laughs> the Soviets didn't want him to get elected because if he, they knew when he said, we'll go in there and kick your butt that he meant it. You know, that when it came to those things, he had integrity. And there are a few people still in football. I think uh, uh, the ex-Notre uh, um, Dame coach, uh, I forget his name now. But anyway, there's a few people out there that are of the same caliber of, of Saban. And I think we could get it pulled off. Um, but... You know, you know, if Nick Saban d- does what we, what you're talking about, if he can pull that off, Roy, mm-hmm. it may be his biggest accomplishment. Well, it's, you know, he wants to help the students. If we want to really help the students, you see, as a retired nurse, one of the things they hired me to do was to fix something that was fit. Okay, I'd go in there and find out why this place wasn't functioning right and fix it. Okay. But you've got to go in there and do it. It's, it's like my brother had to have his toe cut off. Well, the reason why he had to have his toe cut off because he had gangrene. And if you didn't act on it, that one little toe would have killed the whole body. You see, and we're really at a precipice here about do we want have character? Do we want the kids to be able to be successful in life? Then we've got to do something about that. And it's great for Alabama because we've had Saban for 17 years, and I think our coach is going to carry on that character. But look at places like Tennessee or look at, you know, A&M. Look at all that money. Giving somebody $70 million in the first place to go away is just unthinkable, okay? It is not character. And I realize they gave him the contract and all he's doing is that. But to do it in the first place, to extend him in the – he hadn't done anything in the extent. Do we need to get out of this thinking and think about be rational and help our young people? Because if we don't, you know, guess, you know, where we're going to be as a, in the United States, if we don't change how our young people view things, you know, that they don't get their all their knowledge from a phone and they don't get all their knowledge from their friends and, you know, 10 seconds of a news clip here and there. We have to, you know, give them that credibility to give and give them the steps to do it. Saving someone with a couple of other people. And I don't know um, 
all the real credible people out there. But I think we could get it done if we really love our kids. That's what it comes down to for me. I have I have six kids, and they're all doing great. But you got to, when they're young, you've got to make the sacrifices, and, and you've got to get them to toe the line. They all graduated high school by ninth grade, okay? And that's because we were teaching them uh, homeschooling, and then we also sent them to a real good private school. We weren't teaching all this extra crap, but we were teaching them the real true values. And so my oldest is a pastor. The next one is a phlebotomist. The next one is married to a nurse, owns his own business. My two daughters were school teachers. My youngest is a firefighter, EMT, and water rescue person. See, but we taught them basic human, be a human being, be kind to others. Biblical principles, I'll just say it as it is, because that prayer you have at the end of your program speaks to me. We have to do something to save our children, and we have to do it now. You know, 2,000 kids a day are missing. Gotcha. Okay? So we need to do something. Wow. Roy, thank you. Great reminder. Uh, We always appreciate your calls, and uh, enjoy the chats, man. You have a a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Roy in Kansas. We'll come back. We'll go to Jared in Houston, Texas. We do still have time for you. If you want to jump in, 205-342-9904, I will remind you, we'll feature Joe Pendry coming up tomorrow in the 2 o'clock hour. A couple of different segments. We're going to go... uh, Extended amount of time with him, I think, uh, you know, as Butch Jones talked about it, Jim McElwain talked about it. When you talk about being close to Nick Saban, Joe Pendry was his right-hand man for so many years. We will feature Joe Pendry coming up tomorrow right here on The Game. We'll take your phone calls, 205-342. Hunter Johnson, it's the Tide Basketball Post Game Show, brought to you by Pritchett Moore Insurance, Tuscaloosa's best choice for business and personal insurance for 90 years. Nukes Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say, close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Four eight eight three one. That's eight hundred two nine four eight eight three one. What do you have to lose? Call eight hundred two nine four eight eight three one. Again, eight hundred two nine four eight eight three one. The new sports radio revolution for West Alabama is here. Tide one hundred point nine and twelve thirty a.m. WTBC on the air, the app, the Echo, and that dot com.
back into the game. We're going to Jared in Houston, Texas. We'll take more calls if you want to jump in. 205-342-9904. Final 22 minutes left of the program. Let's go to Jared in Houston, Texas. Jared, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Man, everything's great, Ryan. Pretty sunny day here in Houston. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, it's nice here, too, man. It was in the 60s. Uh, it's hard to complain. Hard to complain. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I kind of agree with Roy about about you know people out there that are, enough people out there that want to fix college sports i believe it can be fixed but there's one thing that we're all forgetting when it comes to fixing college sports until you fix politics in this country you won't be able to fix college sports you want the border fixed you got to fix politics you want academia fixed you got to fix politics and guess what if you want college sports to be fixed until we get some people with some morals back in the white house it's going to be a, it's going to be the wild wild west because I'm gonna promise you, now that the government's involved, you got states like Florida with all these new lawsuits and stuff going on. Until the politics changes, nothing's going to change. However, once the politics does change, and it will change, and it'll change soon, there are enough people out there like Coach Saban, like Lou Holtz, like you know other people that have been been. Um, been rewarded by what they've done in this game for so many years that, that I believe there are enough people out there willing to step up and help fix it. And See, I, I, there's I don't know. I have questions that there's really enough people out there. Yeah, the, like, well, well, because when I, fixed, it don't matter how many you well, got. Well, like I see, you know, you look at Greg Sankey for a couple of minutes, all right? You think he's a yeah. high-integrity guy? Commissioner Stanky, as Coach Saban called him at one time, uh-huh. um, you know, I don't. I don't think. That I mean, I think about all the times he blocked them, Nick Saban from hiring people. I don't think any of them have integrity. But, but I mean, those are but, the people that are going to turn it around, Jerry. Well, it, it's going to have to. It's going to be have to be forced on them. It can be forced on them, and I believe it will be. But, but before any of this stuff can change, Ryan, and I can't stress this enough. The politics has to change, man. We live in a clown world right now. The Wild West, where where wrong is right and right is wrong, and I'm sorry, but I I fail I I I refuse to buy into that theory that what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong, and that's what's happening in college football. They're letting what's wrong be right and what's right be wrong, and it's 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 like Roy said, you, when you get to the gangrene in your toe, if you don't cut it off, it's going to come up your leg and it's going to get to your heart and you're gone. So until there's some changes in politics. College football is going to stay like it is and maybe get worse. But it can be changed, and I believe it. There's a, there's a want to, maybe not by some of these commissioners in the conference, but there's going to have to be some, some people held accountable for what they've been doing the last five to ten years, and I think there's a, there's a movement to do that. But you have to have the right people put the top to do it. You know, it's just like the southern border. I live in Texas, man. They've got 18 million people that have come in, 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 this, in this state in the last three years, man. Until they until they want it to get fixed, it's not going to get fixed. Greg, Greg Abbott can fight all he wants. Attorney General in, of Texas can fight all he wants. But until the federal government is straight, it ain't none, none of it's going to get straight. Well, and, and I guess that's you know it's the political side of this. Um, that's right. That's what spoiled it, right? Well, I mean, think about this though. But I mean, you you go back for just a just a couple of minutes here, and you think about how did we get to twelve teams? Now, these commissioners are going to take victory laps. But you remember who jumped over the commissioners and said, guys, the ADs and the commissioners never could get on the same page with his 12 teams. 
The president's jumped over and said, guys, we're broke. We need the money. We need the money. I don't know if you guys really realize this. While you guys are arguing how we're going to get 12, we just know we're going. You guys debate how we want to get there. We're not stopping at 8. We're going to 12 because we need the financial backing. Yeah, the problem is, the problem is, it's like our government is so bloated. The universities are too, Ryan. They got way too many people on the payroll. It's bloated from top to bottom. Federal government, academia, you name it, it's bloated. And until it gets changed and we get back to smaller government and we have these universities with smaller governance and, and, and the money's, the money is no longer a need, um, that's when you're going to have change. And until it gets changed, I hate to say it, and I hate to keep saying it, but until the politics changes, ain't none of it going to change. It's just not. It's all about money. Yesterday, Zelensky, uh, some general in Ukrainian army gets arrested for stealing $45 million of money that the United States gave to them in war funds. $45 million. It's crazy. I mean, until the politics is fixed, I, well, look, but, I want it. To but be maybe, fixed. maybe college athletics has got too big. Maybe it. it's it's got too big, obviously, for the governing body. But there's so much money at stake. Um, it's a professional sport now, Ryan. I mean, you guys believe in the integrity. Do, do I think that there's some great people involved with college athletics? Absolutely. Do I think there's some people that really truly care about the student athletes that they claim to represent? Yes. But do I believe there's some con people out there in this world uh, in college athletics? I'd be lying to you if I didn't. There's a hundred of them between you and and uh, Dreamland. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they're everywhere. They're on every corner. So it, it, for going back to what we were talking about with Nick Saban, if he does what you and I think that it's possible, it may be his biggest accomplishment. Not fixing the boosters at Alabama, not winning six right, national right. titles. All fixed the college football and the boosters don't matter. This is his, and, and, and I hope he embraces it as a challenge. Well, if anybody in the country can do it, he can. You know, he's got more respect in the game of college football than anybody ever did or may probably ever will with what he's done and what he's meant to the game and, and how he's handled himself and and, and how he you know, cares for these kids and cares about their education and cares about giving them second chance. Do you want them in the street or do you want them here getting an education? You want your kids going to Princeton. That's the, you know what I mean? Well, and, and, and see coach Saban is going to be accused of every, uh, every single thing is going to be like, well, he's just trying to do it for Alabama. I think he authentically cares about the health of overall game, and I think he understands that this is a slippery slope. Um, Absolutely, he does. And, and let me tell you, there's 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 college football coaches out there when if he's able to get this done, they will say again, guys that don't like him, thank you, coach, for doing what you did, because Coach Saban wasn't the only one that had to go through all this NIL and all this these me 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 kids and these instant gratification players. It's it's it's, it's worldwide. It's all over the country. You know, this this younger generation is raised like Coach Saban says. They want instant gratification. Well, you know what? You, you, if you're going, you want something, you got to earn it. There is no such thing as instant gratification. When you get gratification, it's because you've done something to earn it. And I think there's a lot of people in this sport that are that because of politics won't say nothing. 
But as quick as the politics changes, I think you'll see a big, big push to have a change. And I think there's enough people that want to do it. But it's not politically correct to stand up and talk about politics right now. Me, I don't care. I'll talk about it till the cows come home because I don't care what anybody thinks about me. Jared, it's uh, truth. April 13th, Alabama's A-Day. That was officially yes, announced sir. by the University of Alabama. Can we count on you to be here? I'm going to be there. I, I have my, um, my, my notification set on my phone for Alabama football so that I would get it as soon as it was announced. And within 30 seconds, I was on Airbnb and had my place over on uh, Paul William Bryant Drive booked. So we're going to come in town on the 11th and head back on the 14th. So we'll be there three nights and looking forward to maybe catching a baseball game, going to A-Day and, you know, um, giving uh, Coach DeBoer the proper welcome that he deserves. And I hope there's 100,000 people. I hope it takes me 30 minutes to get inside the stadium. It's because he, because the man deserves well, that. and and I hope it. You know, going back to what Coach Saban said, it launched in 2007 when 92,000 showed up to watch a a glorified practice that we call a day, and we split it up between crimson, crimson and white. And he talked about the launching pad. Yeah, it's steak yeah. and beans. I'm not sure if Kalen or what he's going to do. And I'm, and I'm and just in case you don't know, I'm eating steak. <laughs> Good, good. <laughs> but uh, listen, uh, you know, if 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 Osad's cooking in beans, uh, no wonder we had a few uh, winning, losing teams that felt like winners because I had. They say old Cedric can throw down pretty good. Let me tell you, he cooked some beans on Saturday that would uh, you could write a, some rabbit oh, yeah. too. Rock, yeah, yeah, you you write a book about. Uh, they were they were unreal. <laughs> well, we, what no corn? Hey, what no cornbread involved? Was there? No, no, we had uh let's see we had Come chicken we had chicken wings, we had uh cowboy beans, which I call poor man's dinner. Uh then they had uh big ribs and Boston butt and, uh, and no cornbread. No shame on y'all. No, we just went loaf bread, just simple loaf bread. Light, light bread. Yeah. Just went light bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh it was it was A plus, but the beans uh so now I know if if that's what they're giving the players then you know if you're on the losing team, you're really not a loser. You're cool yeah. with it. You're, yeah. yeah, you're you're kind of a winner, really, because they say old Cedric can throw down pretty good. And he didn't cook catfish, but let me tell you, if you ever have his catfish, and I I told him this the other day, I'm telling you, I I would travel anywhere to go to to try some of his catfish. I mean, and let me ask you a question: When he cooks a catfish, does he dredge it like a mustard Louisiana hot sauce I, before he breads? He's it? never told me. He's never told me. I've asked him a few times, and he's like, "I'll show you. I'll show you." But he never shows me. So well, next uh, time you fry catfish, hit it with salt and pepper on both sides. Take you a, a cup of yellow mustard and about half a cup of Louisiana hot sauce. Stir the mustard and the hot sauce together, and then roll that catfish in that hot sauce mustard mixture. Then bread it and then fry it. There we go. Thank you, Jerry. Appreciate you, man. Roll tide, brother. You guys are making me hungry. Let me tell you somewhere that you can satisfy that hunger. Mark's Mark, downtown Northport under that roll tide bridge. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, the high choice, which is the top 10% of choice, ribeyes, fillets, sirloins. Uh, you'll find also the great desserts. And you'll find the Double J milk that's available uh, that's produced out in Pickens County. It's a local product. You'll find Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find great things at Mark's Mark. They're open until 7 o'clock. If you're thinking about dinner and you don't know what to do, check out our friends right there, Mark's Mark. We'll continue with more of the game 
Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. What if you could win $1,000? It's always about the money. And it only took you a minute to do it. It's happening on Fridays with the only legal betting app in Alabama. Yeah! Bet you to have a shot at the money. Go to the iPhone app store and download the Bet You app. That's Bet and the letter U. Open your account and you're officially in the running to win $1,000 this Friday. Let's win. Make sure you download the Bet You app in the app store and open your account to be in to win it this Friday. Thanks so much, guys. Winners will be contacted on Friday. From our official betting app, Bet You, and Tide 100.9 and 12.30 a.m. WTBC. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. It's just been one of those rides, folks, one of those days. On 2059 on the northeast direction just before University Boulevard. Still that accident has traffic massive. The backup is to just shy of Skyland Boulevard. And then we've also still got our hands full with this one on Lurleen Wallace. At- Hunting and fishing, Stacy Perkins, Modern Woodmen of America, and Riverside Feed and Sea. When you're shot at thousands of dollars in cash and prizes with the big old buck hunting contest. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion, it's Pat's Florist. If you want to pay more, that's your business. If you want to save, that's our business. Tuscaloosa Hyundai, corner of Skyland and Hargrove, TuscaloosaHyundai.com. It's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide We're going to see if they're going to be here April the 13th. We are 34 days away from Alabama's first practice. It'll be starting on March the 4th. That'll be a couple of days prior to spring break. We'll go three practices prior. Then we'll break for spring break. We'll come back March the 20th. It'll be pro day. Uh, Kalen DeBoer era underway. 34 days away. We'll feature Joe Pendry tomorrow. We had Butch Jones on earlier today. We also had... Jim McElwain, always enjoy talking with those guys. Elliot Bond, bet you we're trying to give away a thousand bucks of Kirby's NIL slush fund. We're taking from Kirby and giving Alabama fans. How you like that? Ellis, Manchester, Tennessee. Ellis, good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon, Ryan Fowler. You'll hurt my feelings if you ask me that. And, um. I'll hurt what you've been asking everybody. What you've been asking everybody uh, about the thirteenth of April. Well, I mean, I just assume that you'll be here. I, you know, you 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 know, I'm going to be there. I mean, if there's one guy in the in the stadium, it would be you. I mean, you you drove down oh, yeah. to what was the non conference game this past year? You drove down to. I mean, it was. I drove down for all of. Them. I come to every game. Well, I know, but there was something. I can't remember the non-conference schedule, but it was. Yeah, but yeah, I drove down for it. The last game of the season. 
home game. You know, that, yeah, was, going, that was a that was a, a nobody, wasn't it? It 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 was. I'm trying to think who it was. Who, who was the? Anyway, I can go back and look, but uh, it was it was something very. So, in other words, you're going to be here. Oh yeah, yeah, Lord, yeah. Can't miss that. I gotta be there. Chattanooga was the game. Chattanooga. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mocks. They were dynamic the mock. football team. That's uh who went to who went to college there? Uh T O Terrell Owens. Yeah, yeah, Terrell Owens. I was trying to remember his name. That's hard. That's, uh but yeah, I'm gonna be there for sure. Okay. Well and that's uh so Ellis, uh, I, I want to ask you about Tennessee because you're, you're you you love Alabama, but you also love Tennessee too. Um, no, I don't love Tennessee. I'm just curious if you've been aggravating some of these Tennessee fans. I mean, I I, I just seen it, so I'll have to. Uh, well, I would start looking. Yeah, at walk into work tomorrow and tell people that their program's going to be shut down. So you know, I'm I'm hearing a good sources telling me that you guys could see the death penalty. I mean, not that. Yeah. We're, we don't have these horses, but I got 30 You think seconds. your doctor would have mind if you, if you would have had one of them that I uh, put on Facebook this morning? If I had what now? One of those donuts. Oh, man, those things look good. Yeah, those look good. Hey, Ellis, I got to get out of here, man. I got to get Jesus. Good good job, thank you, man. We thank our law enforcement officers, EMTs, firefighters, first responders, highway patrol. We say thank you. We remind you that we call this program the game, and the only way that you can win the big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Big thanks to Noah. Big thanks to Brody. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Joe Pendry, a part of our show right here on Tide 100.9.